Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss burritos, escapism, and magic mirrors. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Ryan. Yep. We're back. Oh, are we? It's another week. Huh. Another crazy week. I'm usually just in this booth waiting. I know. You're just sitting here. <laughs> you actually were sitting here. I'm, I have a very disorganized day. It's okay. I had a slower uh, day. Typical. Typical Josh stuff. Anyhow, a lot of stuff happening this week. Yeah. Crazy week. What a week. I mean, is this is every week, though. You know what's funny? Every week I watch The Handmaid's Tale, and every week I, it's so relevant to what's happening in the country. Like, whatever happens on the show, a direct thing just happened. And then I realize, like, so much bad shit is happening that it's always – they could just – you know, they could do anything. anything. It could be anything. <laughs> I have not caught up on season two. There's like child being separated from its parent stuff happened this week on the show. Really? And it was like devastating. And I had like an insane. edible and sat down and was like, let's just get through this. See, I would not want it. Was... I feel like The Handmaid's Tale is the wrong show to watch high. Depends on the high. <clears throat> if it's calming you and you're just like kind of like more like here. Yeah. That's great. Really? Because I'll cry less. It's intense, man. The Handmaid's Tale is like a very hard to watch show. It's like yeah. I really like it, but, but it feels it is... important every week, as yeah. opposed to stuff that's hard to watch that isn't so important. Yeah, but it's like I feel like there is, you know, I feel tortured by what is happening in the real world in yeah. terms of in terms of the the kind of mental trauma that I feel like everybody's going through, and then to watch a show like The Handmaid's Tale. A story version of things helps me process them. Really? Like, I've been really um, affected by the uh, the kids that have been separated from their families by ICE. Yeah. Um, it's really, like, thrown me for a loop in a way that, like, a new story that doesn't directly affect my personal life hasn't in a while. And um, the Handmaid's Tale episode from this week was just about stuff like that. And something about, like, turning it into characters, like, helps and seeing it and stuff helps me process it a little bit. Mm. And it helps me, like, know how I feel and, like, and contextualize my emotions. And uh, there's something a bit to it. I don't know that it's for everybody, but for me every week it feels like a little therapy session. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> My reaction to Handmaid's Tale has been, uh, like, it doesn't – I mean, I hear what you're saying, but – you know, I feel like it's where I escape mm -hmm. is like more. Oh, I don't bad, escape with bad news. Yeah, no, I know, no, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, like my, I have such limited time every you day. You want to escape? If I'm like going to watch something, I'm not saying it has to be upbeat. Yeah. But I think right now, particularly in a week on a week like this week, yeah, uh, where where you know the stuff with kids being separated from their parents at the border has been so in the news and so prominent and so insane to see and hear. Um that it just is like I can't do it to myself. I feel like it's mm -hmm. it's just um you know, I don't know. I think like I guess I am looking for we talked about we're, we're, well, you know, this is you know, well this is the time machine. This is the yeah. We're in the future we're from in the, the future. interview. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, escapism is a hot topic. Yeah. You love yeah. an escape room. <laughs> I 
Yeah, I'd like to be in a room that I can't get out of. No TV, no internet. Yeah. Well, someone did a sketch uh, that was, and it was amazing, that was doing an escape room and then really not wanting to leave. Like, like, I'm I'm in an adorably themed room and nobody can get It's like, I'm actually really good here. Um, (laughs) Got little puzzles? (laughs) No, but it's, um, it's, yeah, so like, so that, I think my entertainment diet has changed. But my time, the time I spend watching or gaming or whatever has been dramatically reduced for me yeah lately i mean me too i mean like over the last year i would say that my time spent you know i don't know i've start. i've tried to spend more time doing things that are like like when i get home you know laura and i will like have a drink and a smoke and just talk a lot of the time you know before we even talk about if we want to watch tv or do anything else you know like yeah i try to make the weekends much more about hanging out with friends or family or Zelda, you know, obviously Zelda, but like, yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm trying to get away from screens in some way. I think I, um, my free time, I used to really want to like binge watch or read a book or whatever. And anything I had to do to get to that, it was like, I'll just, you know, get through my work and then I can, you know, put whatever I was binge watching back on. Yeah. Now I'm in a place where like, when John comes home at the end of the day, we have a talk, we eat, we put something on TV. We always do. It's just a routine. And it's like that two hours and maybe an hour after he goes to bed, I'll watch something, which is, seems like a significant amount of time, but it's part of my job and it's part of like my lifestyle. Um, but it's now when I binge watch a show, like I'll watch an episode of something and then I'm like, I'm good on this. I used to just like fly through things like I want to know all of right. it. I want to do it. I want part of the conversation. Right. Now I'm like, I don't have to know. I don't have to see even, for example, the Drag Race finale is very event. Like people go to bars, they dress up. It's an event. It's like Super Bowl. Everyone's going to be doing it. I'm going to like a group sing-along thing that my friend put together to like raise people's spirits. And I was like, I would just rather be present at that and I'll watch it on the DVR. Like I don't right, feel the need right. to be with everybody all the time yeah. on the not important stuff. It's inter- on the important stuff, like I want to be at the protest. It's, you know? in- it's interesting. Like um, I wonder how much, you know, binge viewing has changed in the last, you know, couple of years or in the it last wasn't year or so. How we were doing it. It doesn't feel to me yet. It's like like um oh like oh uh, the whole season of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is available. It's like yeah. mm, mm. I don't think I'm gonna make time for binge watching that show. It's like no. that just doesn't if it feel... comes up, it comes up. Yeah, I mean it's it just I think I just have chosen I'm choosing personally choosing fewer things. It feels better to get stuff done, even if that stuff is like clean your apartment and reorganize your email. And like, you know, I'm building this PC and I just spent a lot of time really researching how to do that and like really making the right choices with my purchases. And that took several, like six hours of my life. And I, I felt better doing that than I would binge watching something and just ordering a pre-built thing and spending an extra 400 bucks. I think a return to the physical is a big, is a big thing. Yeah. I think a return to face-to-face um, communication to physical activities. It's the summer also. Yeah. So in the summer you want to be out. Like we can be outside at night now. It's nice. Like hang out. Like uh I yeah, I don't know. I don't look Zelda had this toy that she got. It's like a drill. It's like the set you can do all this drilling. It's like a it's like a, it works like a real drill, but it's all plastic. Mm-hmm. It has like a motor and it wasn't working this morning. It's like the button just stuck. And I was like, I'm gonna you know, I'm just gonna take it apart and see if, I can, if I can fix it. Fix it. But like, it was so enjoyable to yeah. like be doing something with my hands. Oh at, yeah. In that moment, I was like, God, I wish I, you know, had more. I mean, like I soldered a keyboard together recently, and that was like really relaxing. Probably like two or three hours straight of just me just sitting there 
maybe even longer, just like soldering the same thing over and over again. But that repetition was really relaxing to me. This is going to sound insane because it's not a physical thing and it is the, basically the same task. But rather than scrolling through Twitter and just seeing the same jokes and comments and bullshit, because um, I felt like I just sort of wanted to disengage from a lot of digital relationships that I have, even if they're like comedy or whatever, like I'd rather just go take a class and see people one on one than try to do the joke game on Twitter. Um, I This is going to sound ridiculous. I've been spending a lot of time playing card games or puzzle games on my phone while I watch TV, and it's so much more relaxing to be alone with just the thing you're watching is background noise and just kind of focusing and, like, like not having to feel like everything is being seen or is important or every statement you make has to be parsed. And and, and if some if a news story comes up, you got to get the joke in first. Right. Or you have to have the hottest, smartest, sharpest take immediately. Right. No. It feels so much better to just be, like, playing a game of hearts. Right. Or, like, or like um, we're doing a puzzle we're just putting together a puzzle on our coffee table. Right. It's so that 45 minutes to me is so different, like the way that I move through my day. Mm -hmm. And I, I always thought I was a person that like enjoyed the like buzziness of being yeah. in the middle of shit all the time. Yeah. But that's not true necessarily. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the news, we should talk. Should a we talk bit about the about. news? Let's talk a little bit about the news. Did you see the coat Melania is wearing today? So I heard about this coat. I saw um, Rachel Syme, actually, the uh, uh, who is engaged to Eric Hinton, who is uh, on our dev team. Uh, disclosure. Shout out, Eric. A shout out, Eric. Uh, Rachel's a writer, and I saw her tweet the headline. She's like, I thought this was an Onion headline, but it's nope. not. She wore a coat from Zara that says, or it's either, yeah, I think it's Zara, says, um, I really don't care, do you, on a flight to see children in a detention center. Um, look. The it's like this under new information. I mean, the president and his wife and the entire people, all the people surround. I mean, like we should expect nothing less but than the most classless of I from think the Trumps. About Michelle Obama wearing a few thousand dollar designer dress to a big event, or Barack Obama wearing a tan suit, and those being week long news cycles oh, listen, all the time. And the, I mean, this kind of stuff. We're it, living in. I mean, you can't. But you know what? You can't think like that because I know I can't because the damage, like the myself. damage. No, but the damage to people who remember. And are aware of the insanity of this moment is like the world keep, before Gilead. You keep going, yeah. You keep going, like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. you did, um, like you were mad about like uh, Michelle Obama's arms or something, yeah. And we're like, now this fucking bullshit is happening every minute of every day with these like yeah. classless pieces of shit. And and Fox is like, yeah, it's normal. This is just how it's always been. It literally is like 1984. They are like the 1984 network. It's like this is fine now. Yeah, everything we thought was shitty is great, and it's like just the whole fucking world. I mean, but like, yeah. I mean, I, I like. Look, I'm. Am I disgusted by Melania's jacket? I'm literally disgusted by every single fucking thing that Melania does. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have any respect for her. No, I don't have any not. respect for Donald Trump or Ivanka Trump or Jared Kushner. I don't have any respect for all, Tiffany. They can she, all. They can like, all. Hiding. Go fuck themselves. Yeah. Like. They don't haven't earned my respect. They will not earn it. They, they are essentially, as far as I'm concerned, criminals. It's funny because in the in the time before, I thought a lot about um, like everything was a thought experiment, and it was like if there was someone in your family that went neo Nazi, like I saw a documentary about a neo Nazi. I thought like if someone in my family went neo Nazi, I wouldn't cut them off. I'd try to talk to them and you know reach their humanity and mm. maybe um, you know and a lot of the stuff that I guess you get told were told or like you still get told by the current ex neo Nazi people are always saying like have compassion. And at this point in my life, like I see stuff that's just like someone was violently like a neo Nazi was punched in the face or like even Christian Nielsen was screamed at in a Mexican restaurant. Oh, fuck her. And it's like great. No, but you know fucking here's the, great. Here's the thing. Here's Here's the thing. The, I do not give a shit. One thing. One thing that the uh, one thing that I think is always a struggle with um, 
this has always been a huge struggle between like when I what I've seen on like the kind of uh, uh, confrontation stage between like people who identify as let's say Democrats or mm -hmm. on the left and people who are on the right is that like the right will never pull a punch. No, they will never hold back. They will. They will They'll never do the most harrowing, crazy bullshit. They will never do the kinder violent. thing. And I'm nope. not saying that every Democrat or whatever is like this. But one of the issues with Democrats is that like you know. Uh, Actually, it's like Michelle Obama's like, when they go low, we go high. It's like, yeah, except here's the fucking problem. Like, they're always we, low. If, we ne if we're never hitting back, it's like that seemed really like the right sentiment. But what I see now is, is like, is like if we got to do something, yeah. like you have somebody's at some point, you have to not stoop to their level, but you've got to go on the, the attack. If someone comes into you your know, house like, and just starts breaking stuff. You have to get them out of your house. I mean, just like, yeah, it's just like. So the thing is that we're always like John Kerry when he was the whole swift boat thing. You know, they literally were like, you weren't in Vietnam, you're lying. And he's like, I'm not going to respond to this. And it's like, well, what? maybe you should because now people are just like, why? How come he's not responding? And they just keep going. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, you, it's like Democrats always try to be nicer. Yeah. And it's like it always fucking backfires. It's and the at this always point, on attack. The thing right? about Nazis, yeah, I mean, it's like, look, I mean, I the argument, there is no equivalence in the argument, right? Mm -hmm. People are like, I'm a Nazi. I have Nazi beliefs. And you're like. There is no like, oh, let's hear it out to mm -hmm. me. So like, what the fuck is the conversation? There is no conversation. Well, okay. So it's like, so Pride Weekend's this weekend. Yes. Um, And uh, we could talk about that. It's a whole thing. We but can talk about it. In Toronto, they had um a serial killer that was just killing gay men for like like a decade, just like knocking them off right and left. Really? Um, And the police were like, there isn't a serial killer. Like you can't just string together a bunch of people dying in one group and call it a serial killer. Um, And for years they were just in full denial. And it ends up, no, there was a serial killer and they, he was hunting gay men at bars and in nightlife. And so the wow. pride parade in Toronto was like, I don't know if it's a march or a parade there, but was saying like, we don't want police in the parade. Like, you ignored a serial killer because we were a group that you didn't want to engage with or investigate. Right. Um, and the same thing I feel with corporations. If you don't have basic, like, if you don't care about trans people and you're not donating money or be, or engaging with those issues, if you're just like, mm, we don't mind your gay marriage, sorry, like, whatever company, you can't come. You can't come do a free ad at our thing. Can, like, I know there are good cops. No, there I, are. I of believe, course there are. You know, I want to. I want to. Of I, course there are. I don't want there it to be like. There are great people that work at ExxonMobil. Truly great people. No, who, but but there are cops who are like, I want to make the world a better place, and I'm going to work really hard and yep. be as fair as possible. Yeah. Like, I have to believe that those. And I don't. I don't know a lot of cops. So, but like, clearly there is a cultural thing with police that is really rotted, like at its core. There's this sort of culture of policing that is at least certainly it's in America. It's the whole brotherhood I thing. Can't speak, right, I can't speak to police everywhere, but I have to imagine there are similarities. But it's like, look, when you put a gun in somebody's hand, you're, you're like, you're in, down black and you're, like, you're in charge of people yeah. now. And like, you don't have, you're not teaching empathy and you're not teaching, you're not giving people like uh, an understanding of like, the world that you're in, not just like that you police this world, but you are a part of it as well. Yeah. That like these people are not lesser than you and you are not greater than them. And like, I think that policing kind of has this, you know, I don't know that the dynamics of typical police training, but I would imagine that there is a real lack of, I'm not saying police have to be nice people. They don't have to be nice, but they do have to have, I mean, to me, it's like, 
There needs to be systems Just because like, you have a basic skill set and you can, like, aim a gun. There needs to be community overview of just basic stuff about the police. And, yeah. and it's the same thing with prisons. Like, there are people that need to be taken out of society. But the prison industrial complex is so disgusting and broken at its core yeah. that at this point, I really don't give a shit about helping a prison do anything. Yeah. Look, I mean, I mean, we're, I'm, this is I know, a very just, large, talking, this is a very I large know, know. topic, which we could spend. It's a tough week. A lot of time. It, it is a tough week. But I can make jokes about Chipotle giving out free burritos at the Pride Parade if you want. Are they doing that? They do it every year, and I always think, like, you know how we have sex. Right? Oh my god! Come on, man. come on, man! I could get into that uh, humor. Wow, is that, is that a bit? Those that are you're my doing? two. No, these is are that, just my two speeds today. Is that your bit? Is that an actual bit? No, it's just something I think every year. All right. I mean, I you know, I think. Look, I'll be honest with you. I think burritos, for, no matter what your sexual orientation is. Burritos and sex are a dangerous combination. It's a dangerous game. Doesn't matter how you have you sex. You could give out margaritas. <laughs> I mean, all honesty. You could give out chips. Like I can say, what are the what are the things you don't want to eat before be- sex? Before sex, burritos, yeah. curry, yeah, Indian, Indian, some Indian cuisine, not all of it, but most sausages. I don't and know. Meats. It's like it's like I think you want to stay. Away. <laughs> I'm me. I'm like I'll stay away from food generally. Oh yeah. I'm like a couple of vespers. <laughs> glass of champagne. Vesper's my new drink. The Vesper's. You know what the Vesper drink. is? Yeah. It's good. It's like it's like vodka, gin. I want to say Lillet Blanc or Lillette Blanc. I'm it's not an sure. attempt Blanc. to do a classy Long Island iced tea. No, it's fucking. <laughs> it's it's like a different liquor. It's like a, a soft martini. <laughs> All right. It's like a martini with slightly a slight bit more sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. I never liked a martini. Yeah. Well, maybe try Vesper. Maybe I will. I also order it with a thick British accent. <laughs> I had a dream last night that I was talking in a British accent the whole time. Really? And I woke up and I went to say something and then I was like, why am I speaking in American? This isn't interesting to anybody. No, no. All right. All right. What else happened in what the news? What else happened in the news? Um, that was a rant. Yeah, that was just a complete I mean, breakdown between the, the two of us. Obviously, there's the separation stuff, which like I, I don't even – I mean, we could talk about it, but I think it's been – it has been uh, – there has been no topic more covered this week. But also, like, I think, you know, our position is – I think – I mean, Obvious. I don't want to speak I mean, for you, human, but it's like we, we, I, we, we, we suspect human rights. Super fucked up. Um, Trump is an an is a complete fucking animal. The people who are around him, but this guy Stephen Miller is a he's a complete he's a sociopath, not fucking Nazi piece of shit. And 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 I and I just think like like more than anything, this just double, triple, quadruple proves that this administration is inhumane and racist, xenophobic and fucking dangerous. And like they have to be, you know. Like we just have to fucking vote them out. Like they have to be voted out. Yeah. Like I, there's nothing else I feel like I can say at this point except like please fucking vote. And don't just vote. Like if you have the income, disposable income to support, like no, get course. out the vote campaigns, or if like, if you have the time volunteer, to canvas, do phone donate, banking. I do that every year. Yes, volunteer, nothing. donate, and but most importantly, vote. Vote for somebody who is less awful. Like you, look, I just want to say they're not going to be perfect. I get it. You know, even if you get Cynthia Nixon in. She's going to do something you hate. Yeah. It's going to happen. Just let's do better. Better. Just let's do better than. Well, it comes back to the Barack Obama message of just like, could, do I, do you want just like any hope? Do you want hope? <laughs> like literally, do you want to like look at the future I'll and take, be like, I'll take, maybe something good I don't even need hope at this point. I just need relief. Yeah. I need a, a little bit of a break. I just want to things to just, even if not, like I just want to stop, for everybody to stop feeling like they are. Like we were in this like slow motion fucking car crash. Yeah. You know? Anyhow, all right, what else? Anything else in news? Oh, Black, but we were talking about Blackberry last week. So this is yeah. such a pivot, but I want to talk Let's about it. Let's do it. Well, I got a they sent me a uh, uh a key a key too. They did. The new Blackberry. Uh, 
And I don't know. I'm thinking like about it? So I think I'm allowed to talk about it. I can't review it. Don't review at, it. At this point. But vaguely, will you be using it? I, I used it this today. I've been using I've been using it. And I'm it's interesting. I mean, it's been a long time since I had a phone with a physical keyboard where I actually like did things with it. After we talked, I was like, oh, but it runs Android. Like I it's, it's so hard to break in your yeah, mind yeah. that Blackberry is not what it was. No. But thinking about that, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Hey, fuck this iPhone X. Mm. It's a piece of shit. Listen, I love it. It's a true piece of notch garbage. I'll tell you this, though. Here's the thing. I have a Pixel. Uh Okay. It is such a great phone. Yeah. The camera is so insane on it. It is. You sent me those pictures of me with that neon sign, and I was like, these look so good for no lighting. It's so crazy good. Like, I don't know what the fuck they did. It's so good. What's really insane is that everything leading up to that phone from Google was, like, not good. And Samsung had some, like, pretty good cameras. But, like, this makes the best Samsung camera look like garbage, but it also makes the iPhone camera not look like garbage. But when I look at the side-by-sides, I'm like, wow. Like, I got to say, this is a— Do you think it's Android this or is not do you think it's the Pixel? This is not an ad. It's, no, it's the Pixel. It's but it you is, don't, you're not getting It is the, the camera. It is the camera. Whatever they've done with the software, the just the fucking detail on some of these photos is so crazy. Like, I was showing Casey— a side-by-side comparison with um, with the BlackBerry, which has a decent camera, actually. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, again, this is not a review, but, like, a decent camera. Um, and, but the detail between the Pixel and that camera, or the Pixel and anything else, is just, like, if, insane. So I'm, like, spoiled now. I'm, like, yeah. the way I used to be with an iPhone, which was, like, oh, I can't leave the iPhone because the camera's so good. Yeah. Because, like, that to me, and as you, what, like, I, I, since I've had a kid, it's, like, six times as important because it's like holy shit so many amazing things are happening all the time i'm like i have to capture this like um it is very hard to imagine i mean it's not hard to imagine a better camera but at this point it's hard to imagine leaving that i mean my hope is that whatever they release next retains the the quality or improves upon the quality of the camera i don't know if this product exists because i'm not a camera person all right lay it on me i would love a gadget that's like 400 500 bucks okay it's not a dslr because i'm not carrying around lenses i'm listening but something that would fit in my pocket would take phenomenal pictures and they would just show up on my phone in an app and i could just use them socially like that and keep the camera with me sort of like a polaroid camera but the instance just go right to the phone and it's a much better lens is it's it's got a like a just just it's got some kind of zoom on it and it's just a product that's just a standalone camera but it's so synced into an app with your phone that you there's no like setting up the wi-fi and then dumping the photos into your files at like just simple a point and shoot for mm. the digital age why mm. doesn't that exist i so would you're purchase saying, you're that. saying a high quality camera and all it does is is dump them into your google photos account people or whatever pop lenses and fake led case right, lights on their right. iphones to yeah, do okay to, selfies but then you have to carry around a uh but if it fit in my pocket people carry cigarettes and air what about if I that crazy? Park, hold on. What about that crazy camera with the like a thousand lenses? What is it called? Oh yeah, that like it's like a it's not Lytro, but it's no, it's like that. It's what the hell is it called? I know what you're talking about. It's got all the picture, the lenses on the back. It's called and it the, takes it's called the Light L16. Wow, it's really expensive. It stitches them all together. Yeah, it's called the Light L16. Yeah, it is uh, two thousand dollars. I don't think it actually sends them to your. Like a Bluetooth speaker, but for taking pictures. They don't features. have to be incredible. 52, 52 megapixel. But better than what my phone's Five doing. Five times optical zoom. Like an Apple Watch, but a camera. Convenient size. Okay. I'm with you. 
Uh, oh, it comes with a wrist strap. I like this. In the box, the L16. All right, cool. Wrist strap is the second feature they list is what's in the box. Well, it's it like literally be. on the site. It's like must be and a wrist strap. Quite a strap. Uh, case. I put the case first and then USB. There's a USB plug. It's like, thanks, guys. Yeah. But I don't know, actually. I don't think this sends stuff to your uh, to your your phone. Just like a seamless, magical, take a picture and then it's on your phone. I can throw it on Instagram or whatever I want to do with it. Because that's um, what I want out of a camera is basically the ease of sharing. What I stuff. what I want is a, is a, here's what I would like is a is a camera like that that you described that just uh, snap can, Snapchat built glasses but they didn't build a camera. No, well they are a camera that's company. That's so stupid. I would I would really love a great camera that's something like this form factor, which is like that light camera has mm -hmm. like it's a very thin like flat form factor, so it's like you could throw it in your pocket pretty easily. Yeah, but that just when I take pictures, it uploads to Google Photos in yes, full resolution. Exactly. Like like. It just you can log in with your Google account. Maybe this exists. And if it does, like please let please me know. Please let me know. I'll buy it. Like that you log in with I'll your Google account and you're just it's seamless. You don't think about it. It just uploads and then you're done. I mean yeah. it has all, you can have storage on the on the camera, obviously. Yeah. But, but even I just through Bluetooth yeah, internet. Like, I don't want no, right. I mean, or it has Wi Fi. Why, I mean, whatever it is. Yeah. Everything has Wi Fi now. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a second. I'm gonna whatever look. magic I'm gonna look the Apple right Watch is doing look, with the do. camera. Okay, hold on. Uh, and also, maybe I should just make this and make a million dollars. You really should. With Wi Fi on uh, direct to Google Photos. If anyone out there knows how to build a product and wants to do a Kickstarter with me, I'll do this. How to automatically upload photos from your digital camera. Which camera, which will sync directly to Google Photos. This is on uh, DP Review, which isn't what you think it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish it were. No. Doesn't exist. Wait. Uh, Lumix Club. When are these from? Seven months ago. Uh, nothing. 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 Why doesn't that exist? Doesn't exist. Hold on, let me see. How do you do it? Uh, you can't do it. Wait. People, people carry new app sends pics packs. to Google Photos from Sony cameras. People carry new app. AirPods, cigarettes. Send in their images pocket. directly to Google Photos from your Sony camera. Here we okay. go. Okay. Sony is a bit of uh, has been a bit of a pioneer. Blah blah blah. Sony's system is unique. Utilizing Sony's Play Memories app store. Oh. Photographers can add a ton of functionality to their cameras from easy double exposures, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Is it an instant sync? New third-party STG uploader app, which allows users to easily upload images directly from their Sony cameras to Google Photos with no phone required. It's a third-party app. But will they do that when I'm on the go and just instantly do it? Or do I got to well, open I think the you app, need, I hit think the you button, need, log I, in, hit upload. I think you need to. On Wi-Fi. I don't. Know the answer to this question, but what I do know is there is apparently a way to do it. Okay, so and and listeners, if you know of something better, please reach out. I mean, I think this is huge. They helped me a buy big, a computer. I think this is a big deal. What they helped me buy a computer? Did they? Mm -hmm. Um. All right, let's do another news story. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, this is such a tangent. Yeah. I like the idea, though. I agree. Like, although I don't know, man. I haven't. I don't think about it that much anymore. The camera. I do. I take the, pictures for Instagram and I constantly think like, this is just, there's something about a phone camera, the way it bends things. Like you never look like you. There's just something about the lens that, and I, I mean, know I, I mean, know it's like the math of how it No, it's things. true that like I have Why like doesn't a, it correct? Why does my nose look insane like in I have picture? A, I have a micro four thirds that like with a, like a pancake lens and like you take pictures of that and you're like, wow, like photos can really be good. Really? And you look different. Yeah. I want. I need People to take promo pictures for my show. With professional photo, I mean, with a real camera, I think you do look better. Well, I, I wanted to take 
pictures for my show, like just a couple promo shots just to stick on things. Yeah. I, I'm not the most attractive man, but I need no, something. No, you're a beautiful man. But I want... I know that if yeah, I Yvar, just get anybody, you know, Ivar is. Oh, a, really? He's like a professional. If photographer. I literally get anybody just with He'd a DSLR to, take to just take a he photo would, of he me, he has like a medium format. Like, all right. I mean, Ivar would. I'll ask Ivar. Ivar would shoot some shots of you. I have a green screen here. I just need a couple pictures of me to edit. I don't know about the green screen, but you could definitely get some photos taken. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, great. Right, anyway, okay, one more topic. One more topic, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna get to TC Sadik who's here to chat. Yeah. Um. Uh-oh. Let's talk about um, wow. the AT&T. Oh, Time Warner merger? Yeah. Do I have to? I mean, between <laughs> that and the Disney 21st Century I, Fox thing. I, like, I mean, listen, you said something earlier. You were like, capitalism sucks. And, and it's like, it's like, I, what I want to, I guess what I want to know is like, you know, could capitalism not suck? I mean, like, there are things about capitalism where I'm like, that's okay. That mm-hmm. seems Okay. But then there are things about it, obviously, a lot of them where I'm like, that's fucking terrible. That's crazy. Who and also, also, like, the bigger it scales up, the worse it gets. It's like, you know, I think the what now is the kind of given our current administration and what is happening in these business deals and these mergers, the common, I think, thought is, oh, at some point we're just going to have like two companies, companies that make all of the content for everything. And that'll just be the way it is. And that's obviously bad, but it's also like all of this, but all of this bastardizes, I think like about the internet and it's like original, the original sort of opportunity of the internet. And I think what a lot of companies have, have capitalized on to grow and become very big using, by being capitalists, right? People have used this open space to build something very new. That's really, some of them are really amazing. Uh Like, like Netflix Yeah, was like definitely like a company that just started I mean, they weren't originally on the internet. I mean, there was, it was like an internet component, but, but like just the idea of like you could start a thing that had never existed before. I mean, look at YouTube. I mean, yeah, not I only mean, just as a product itself, but of the people on there or any like of those video creators. Yeah, with but, a fairly ooh. open until recently policy of just make whatever videos you want. But but I think yeah, I think it's one of those things where you like you become what you despise. You know, mm-hmm. YouTube is like built to like upend. They want to, like, you want to put videos on the internet, just do it yourself, DIY, blah, blah, blah. You know, Spotify and SoundCloud, all these things are like, you know. Well, blogs just just became magazines. Well, right. Blogs became, there is an industry around it. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't have happened, but, like, have we we protected the opportunity for future upends creators and future businesses? We took for granted that the internet was going to constantly provide that for free. Unregulated capitalism can only lead to monopolization of markets yeah and the increased uh you know sorry decreasing lack of opportunity for emergent businesses artists creators whatever like that's the thing is unchecked capitalism which is basically what we now have in america Mm -hmm. and and certainly under the trump administration certainly under um the department of justice that we currently have um uh the the fcc that we currently have um, you know, ethics, the ethics uh, uh, commissions are, are just bleeding people in this in, in the government. I mean, you know, we're rolling back laws that protect consumers. We're rolling back laws that that protect um, predatory, uh, protect people from predatory um, act, act actions and activities. So anyhow, so it's like, what can you do if you un, if it's all unchecked, you will have, a you know, the housing crisis, you will have 
you know, the big short, whatever it is. Like, I mean, you'll have cable boxes. That will be the content. Well, that is, but America has a history of of, of poorly regulating uh, these these things, and and you know, I think it's like, but I mean, I you know. look at just basic, like a basic, basic, basic law. And over in the EU, they did the GDPR, and it has been it has an amazing effect on the larger internet and how tech companies like manage privacy. And even that, like those like simple guidelines, it, why? How can people not look at like regu- Like how? Why does regulation still have a bad name? Was the Reagan well, campaign that I mean, good? I mean, no, I'm not all regulation is great. And in fact, uh, you know, we just. No, but it's a tool you want to use in at all. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, let's just not put the tool away because some people have used it incorrectly in the past. Yeah. I mean, we we just, I mean, look, I mean, we just ran an article on the site, uh, which will be yesterday when people hear this, but about how the uh, the EU basically um, voted to make memes illegal. Oof. And, and like, this over-regulation now yeah, is going that's to, not great. you know, on the other hand, you know, maybe it's maybe it's memes that their time has come. You know, maybe it's time for the end of memes. I don't know. <laughs> memes are one of those things that you just can't. It's just a cultural. It's an in joke. You can't stop human brains right. from having in jokes. Well, I mean, listen, listen to this. You know, on Wednesday, European Parliament's Committee on Legal Affairs voted to essentially make memes illegal. The decision came as a part of the approval process for the innocuously named Article 13, which would require larger sites to scan all user uploads using content recognition technology in an attempt to flag any and all remotely copyrighted material in photos, text, music, videos, and more. Now, how many people write original songs and get takedown notices from YouTube? Meaning memes using stills from copyrighted films could be auto-blocked along with remixes of viral videos and basically anything that's popular on live streaming sites like Twitch. Um, I'm fucked. Well, this is very much like, look, this law is very much like what they tried to push with, um, it starts with an S. Yeah. Why yeah. am I blanking a, on this? It's a, a uh, whole SOPA. 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 So SOPA. SOPA's thing was like. I kept thinking schema. We're going to be able to anything that, you know, anything we see that we think is our copyrighted material, we're going to have it taken down at the ISP level. Yeah. Right. And then figure it out afterward. Now, this is putting the onus on the on the hosting, the hosting providers, but then that obviously makes them, you know, uh, liable in ways that are going to be very hard for their businesses and so they're going to be super gone and be super protective over this i mean i this who knows how how if this is sustainable or not but it is like look i mean regulation is good but there is a dark side of regulation which is like when people don't fucking understand what they're regulating or when their influence is corporate influence so much easier to deregulate stuff than it's regulated though it's so much easier to tear through that stuff i'd rather us keep trying to get this right and 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 tear down regulations that aren't working or that we can knock down in the courts but to get anything passed is so hard building things is hard right i mean but look at you look at net neutrality i mean we had some regulation for a few years yeah because the People who were in charge of the government at that time were like, let's do this. It just wasn't robust. And then, well, but the, but the, but we need some things that are, that are, we need some, like, we need real laws. Yeah. That protect consumers and protect. Are we uh, arguing for technocrats like Brianna Wu? I don't know what the fuck we're arguing for. I just want, I just want people to chill the fuck out and to use common sense. And I want to stop feeling like every fucking thing that we do is being directed Let's by. Just stop electing stupid people. Well, but like, but the pr- bigger problem is the, is the money. Is the money in yeah. like all of this? So much of this, almost I would say ninety percent. I mean, that's how net neutrality got knocked down. Ninety percent of the horrible things that are happening is like, it's is weak. Trump is Trump a racist? Yes, but is his motivation? My guess is more than anything, somebody was like, "Hey, listen, we could build these new uh, 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 detainment centers all along the border, and it's huge money." 
we can get taxpayer dollars for X, Y, and Z. And the entire thing is a fucking like Ponzi scheme, you know? Like when 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 you see these lobbyists and you see the money that's put behind these causes, like you know, killing net neutrality regulations, that that's it's all about corporations' ability to either manipulate laws or um uh make money off of off of those laws, right? Yeah. And 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 I think that like you know, when you get right down to it, like that's the fundamental problem in this country is that yeah. there is money, dirty and not dirty money. I mean, you call it. I mean, yeah. But most of it's legal. Totally legal. It's legal. We have we have we have made so much possible legally that it's just like, you know, these fucking senators, whole, you know, they are they are. They have created a, a you know, they're just cashing checks. Well, it's like, did you ever watch the show Claws on TNT? No, it's extremely good, and it's on Hulu. Everyone should watch it. It's claws like like on good. a claws on an animal. It it the thing is about um, it's basically Breaking Bad or starring like a girl a... gang, but they uh, their cover business is um, a nail salon. Ah, uh... and so they have these huge nails. It's super like queer adjacent, and there's tons. It's just it's super diverse. It's all older women. Nisi Nash is a tour de force. It's incredible television. Claws. Everyone should watch it. It's okay. so good. It's very addictive, but. Um, essentially, on the show, the 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 drug business they were running, unlike Breaking Bad, is legal. They're laundering money in a legal way to avoid anyone realizing that they're overprescribing to certain patients and getting slapped on the wrist. But you can essentially, in Florida, run a pain clinic, which is just distributing oxycodone or whatever, um, at huge profits. Um, at a massive scale, which is basically being a heroin dealer legally, as long as you don't raise bank flags or any government flags in order to get a slap on the wrist for overprescribing. Right. You can basically do whatever you want. Several times during the season, you remember like, no, this is all above board. Right. Like everything they're doing is completely legal. It's just wildly unethical, damaging. Right. right. The crazy thing is uh, you're like, well, wait, the president can do that? I mean, I think this this week's whole drama with this separation is a great indicator of just how loose everything is. The policy. That's what I mean. It's like, oh, the, doctors can do that. Oh, the yeah. president could like, do that. The policy was invented uh, and enforced for no reason except I, I, to, to be cruel. It was because, invented because there were racists, and then they found right. ways to, to incentivize people who aren't racist that you're going to make money. So well, well, who cares? I mean, look, there's look the 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 history of all the history of all um, crimes against people. On mass it starts with people just following orders. Yeah, people just doing oh, what I, they're told. Yeah, we know. You know, right? But like, so, but the, but it's legal. It's all legal. It's mm. all fine. There's no real law, but they can do it anyway. And the president, who's a fucking liar, can be like, oh, I can't do anything about it. And then he can just be like, oh, I'm going to sign this. Uh, no, I actually, I can. I'm sign this he Who could have signed the executive order to say whatever, it, whatever he wanted, whatever. from what I can tell. Yeah. So, so we're living in this like, you know, I think one of the biggest. Trump, the, one of the things that Trump has exposed that's most provocative and insane to me is that, like, everything, almost everything we think is a, like, a way you do things is just that. It's just the way we think it should be done. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no laws. There's no actual, like, it's a matter of decorum. It's like, well, it should be a fucking law. But you're like, oh, doctors probably couldn't get you addicted to pain pills on purpose and keep selling them to you. That doesn't what sound like What I think like is the president normal. should be, but the, yeah, president no, should have, that's legal. the president should have enormous power 
but enormous legal checks to that power. Mm-hmm. Oversight. Oh, oh, more than oversight. Because like if, if I'm hearing that there's even a fucking argument that the president can pardon. Well, that was the original idea can, for America was everybody could check everybody. And then can, we started can, going, mm-hmm. You know, that he could pardon himself. That that's even, that we're even going to have a fucking debate about it. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean pardon himself? <laughs> you can, he could pardon all the people who are found guilty or whatever. It's like, what is that? It's like, well, maybe he'll be in trouble with one of the states. It's like, it's wait, like, I don't, it let takes let New York like, state Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You put, you put this guy in charge. He's the most powerful man in the country. He decides the laws. He can write laws into practice just by signing. He also it. commands the entire military. Just force. commands the military can write laws into make them into real things just by signing a piece of paper. And now you're also telling me and he also picks judges. You're also telling me that he is beyond, like, uh, prosecution. Forget about prosecution. He's beyond like being checked. Yeah. That like we're just like oh yeah no we can't do anything now you're just gonna be what if he's like yeah I'm just gonna keep being president. Oh, I, I, we can end on this. It's a dark note. I fully, my entire bet, I fully believe there will be a fake crisis of some kind. Maybe it's uh, there's so many immigrants fake voting or the or there are elections being hacked and we don't know by who. There will be a reason to delay this election and he will attempt to do it. Maybe he'll be successful. Maybe he won't. No, 2020. 2020 there will be an nah, attempt look, to look. quote unquote delay. Well, and I, I 100% believe there, that. At some point, at some point. I know I'm just speculating. My understanding is that you that if we if we make a significant change in these midterms, That's his gray. his actual power will be because now the Republicans will, will let him do whatever. Yeah, you know, they don't care. So so I think there's some hope, but let's see if that happens. Hope let's see change. if it happens. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, exactly. Anyway. All right, we should we should get going. Yeah, we got we'll TC be, we're gonna coming take a, up. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with uh, TC Sadek. What happens if you play Monopoly with real money? You've got to pay the piper. Okay, let's pay the piper. There are no free lunches in this completely reinvented game of Monopoly. What does space sound like? What happens when you overwork yourself? Do you believe that work-related stress has increased? It reflects the fact of how little value we place on the well-being of human beings. The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story on the theme of power, power culture, culture, or the, the future. future. Handpicked from theoutline.com. Find us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, your Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, or wherever you download your podcasts. Also, you can say, okay, Google, play me the news, and we're right there. Oh my God, yeah! Make your mornings a little weirder. Today is an old friend, a great mind, and a beautiful man. I'm, of course, talking about T.C. Sadek, or some people like to refer to him, Sotek, managing editor of The Verge. Is that correct? That's correct. And creator of Quest RPG, a hot new Kickstarter project that just uh, blew past its uh, funding goal. T.C., thank you for being here. Thank you. That was a warm introduction. That was just off the dome. That's my real feelings and thoughts. Well, you know about me you. well. It's a hundred percent. I would agree with everything you just said. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Is a hundred percent agreement throughout this podcast about everything that I say. Uh, TC, it's been a while. We have uh, we uh, you know have not done a we've done, we used to do some wine casts with Katie Drummond. 
Yeah, she's out. Won't be doing that shit anymore. No, Katie's at media. Maybe we'll bring we'll bring her in. I would love to. I miss for her. wine cast. I mean, nobody's having wine because it's the middle bring of the Edith. day right now. Um, well, some people are, but we're not. Some people. Are. No, it, <laughs> listen. Somewhere in the world, someone's enjoying a delicious vino verde. But right now, we're just having some Lacroix and some water. There's a lot to talk about. Now, when this airs, uh, this will all be old news, but we are hot on the right at this moment, live, which now will seem very old to you when you hear about this. Trump just signed an executive order. TC's also, I should say, in a previous life was a was a lobbyist. That's right. What was your lobby? <clears throat> um, I was in the pocket of uh, big national parks. All right, big parks. Yeah, big parks. Big parks. He, you actually big, would be— beautiful, spacious— Perfect for a Trump Tower. That's you actually would be one of the people who is like fighting Trump on like the stuff he's just done with the national parks. Absolutely, where he's like, you'd be he's... Leslie Noping. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but he's I like mean, he's, he's messing with national parks. He's also messing. There's a lot of like other federal lands, like under the Bureau of Land Management. Yeah, that they just want to open up to drilling and. Yeah, no, he's a piece of yeah, shit. He's a fucking piece of shit, and everything he touches turns to garbage. Now, uh, I will agree. I'll agree with that. In the Donald Trump, one hundred percent agreement. Thank you on this um, podcast. But but we just but you know there's been this huge for the last you know it's going been going on now I guess a couple of weeks. I mean this started actually a while ago where people were like oh there's these kids that are I mean I don't know how interconnected these but there's like oh these kids that are basically missing. Uh, I think DHS. Yeah, I, for, I actually or, I forgot, you forgot how the about story that story. Started. There was a story where it's like, like where oh these kids? there's these missing kids. And now the story kind of morphed or has kind of slid into this shit that's going on at the border, which is, you know, Trump, uh, Trump's, um, you know, uh, I don't know, immigration architect, Stephen Miller, who's a Nazi cunt. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. It's a rude thing to say, but I feel like it applies here. The guy's a fucking worm in a human suit. I'll check with Samantha B. Thank you. Oh, right. We're not allowed to say that. You can bleep it. You I can just that imagine word what I said. Should be used in beautiful context, not, <laughs> yeah. not, not in that context. I agree. I agree. We should honor that word and not use it to, to talk about disgusting, sniffling pieces of shit. He like is a Stephen Nazi. Miller. He's, he's a Nazi. Waffen SS. I think he, someone. He is a. Today. He is a. He has the all of the traits of a, of a, a Nazi at his core. Anyhow, Stephen Miller architected this plan for Trump. Trump, who's also a racist uh, piece of shit. Um, to separate kids at the border from, you know, you're, you're crossing the border, you're seeking asylum, you're coming from a country uh, uh, where you're, you know, you have, you, you, you are fleeing to the safety of America. And then uh, we've been taking people's kids and putting them in fucking cages and, and you know, chain link boxes. Maybe they're, maybe you don't technically refer to those as cages. And yeah, Trump just signed an executive order saying we're not going to do that, but we're going to indefinitely hold the families. Yeah, in- no change to this zero tolerance policy that they've. Decided they needed to lock up, to treat basically treat as criminals people who are fleeing violence and terror in their I, home I th- countries. I think what's crazy to think about is literally the rounding error percentage of people we're talking about who are crossing the border illegally, um, many of whom or plenty of whom are seeking asylum, uh, which is something that we offer in America to, to – we, we are supposed to offer to people. Um, that this has become because – Well, we do offer it to people from Nordic countries. But, but what's crazy is that Trump has made this a focal point of his presidency, starting with the immigration ban. I mean, really, this whole obsession with immigration, which is a total smokescreen. Like, it's so fucking insane to me that we've now been in weeks and weeks of this controversy for no reason, except they're just fucking cruel and racist. Yeah, I don't think it's a smokescreen. I mean, I don't. Like I, I don't believe in the 4D chess bullshit. No, no, no. It's like no, 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 no. day one of his campaign in Trump Tower. Literally, the first thing he said when he announced his presidency was rapists. I, and I, I mean, I don't mean smokescreen in the sense that he's got some bigger plan at play. I mean that 
the the feeling that he is he's trying to promote this idea that immigration illegal immigration is like a major it's like the major threat to America. The smokescreen is his right. rhetoric right. about it that we are all supposed to be like, oh my god, yes, we must stop this scourge, which is like Infest, it, infestation. Infestation. No, it, no historical parallels to that kind of language no, that I can none, think of. None at all. No, um, but the, but it's also like a complete, uh, like it's bullshit. I mean, it's not like yes. I mean, should we? Is there reform we can do in immigration? But all whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. But but he, it's so incredible to me, and I don't know if this is how he suits up for 2020. Maybe you have some thoughts on this. Uh, I hope you do. That's why you're here. Um, well, yeah, he's it, been he's he never stopped his campaign. Right? But he's is been it, holding is this, rallies the whole time. Right, and is this is this really is this the cornerstone? Now, I guess it was originally, and I, to your point, you know, he had the Mexicans are rapists or whatever comment the day he announced his candidacy. But like, this seems fucking crazy to me. Like that we are. That he is trying to create this sense of panic in this country over something that is literally, I mean, I'm not saying it's not an issue, but it is not America's most pressing issue, you know? I think he believes it. <clears throat> I think he's a bullshitter, but I think he, I mean, this is what he's always believed, right? There was the, there was the, cent- the Central Park 8 or whatever yeah. that were yeah, that where he tried to, Central Park 5, five yeah. where... He tried to, you know, put them on death row, basically taking out ads in yeah. the paper saying they were He murderers. was sued twice by the federal government for writing C next to people of color, yep. next to black people who were trying to rent his apartments yeah. so, so I, that they wouldn't be considered yeah. for rentals. I don't think this is like a cynical turn. This is just his DNA. I, think well, it's very I mean, core. He's, he literally is like uh, his father or grandfather was in the Ku Klux Klan. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, his, his grandfather. His grandfather. So, so like, I, no question, he's a guy, died, died in the wool racist. I don't know if that's the right turn of phrase there but he's definitely a, a complete racist um, died in the hood died in the hood right um but it is to me astounding that there is not more uh, violent outrage in this country i hope there will be at the polls and i you know i say this all the time and i don't know what else we can say at this point it's like you got to vote these fucking people out of office but is this not does this not seem like we're in I don't want to be. I too mean, dr- Trump's bad, but the the real the real fucking dark shit is that like <clears throat> when they poll fi- Republican voters and fifty five percent think we should be separating kids from their parents. That's the that's the dark the real darkness to me. Oh, I mean, I, Trump's a, Trump's a fucking lunatic, but <laughs> to have that many to have literally millions of people yeah. believe that's a uh, like I don't I don't know how else to describe that, but evil. It's it's you know it is evil. I do think there is a core, there is a, a la, uh, such an intense lack of compassion from so many people on in the republic that that aligned themselves with the Republican Party. Um, it's a combination of ignorance and I don't know, I don't evil like I don't believe in evil exactly like like evil is like almost you, you, you I don't know maybe we'll talk about this with Quest later on about <laughs> alignments. But evil to, for evil to exist, you kind of have to believe in like a spiritual plane. Now I'm a, as you know I'm a hardcore atheist. I, hate, I, I am too. I hate I've, God. I, I've I never. But I've actually never really used that term in earnest until well it this feels because it feels it feels I don't know how else to describe it. It feels like evil, and so the question is like, what is it? Is it ignorance? Is it um, a lack of empathy? It's sociopathy. Know? Yeah, I mean it's just like, it's like but, narcissism and, and sociopathy. It is like, um, well, you know, us Catholics yes. believe that hell is just the complete absence of God, right? It's the being furthest from God's love. Is that, right? I thought so it was, I, I thought you get tortured in hell. I mean, 
Dude, Maybe. That, that's uh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. I've seen the drawings. You'll find out. I've seen some that, pretty cool the drawings. Fan spec. <laughs> that's the fan spec. <laughs> that's the Twilight version of, yeah. of hell. But um, that's how I would describe it. I would describe it as the absence of compassion. You're saying they've strayed the from God's light. absence of compassion. Yeah, and empathy and sympathy. It's fucking crazy to me, though. I really don't understand it. I don't understand arguing for the policy. I don't understand, like, uh, how your brain processes it. It's crazy, that 55% number. Uh, it's just like... I don't know. I want us to be in not these times. Like, I, I feel like how are we actually – do you ever wake up and you're like, how is this life today? Like, it wasn't – things wake were not up. like this. I feel like I – like, all day long, maybe every half an hour or 15 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then I go back to, like, you know, finish making your sandwich. And then it's, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> and I cannot get anything done. I'm, like, fraying at the edges. Yeah, yeah the no. shit that really drives you crazy is whether, when you you don't know how <laughs> – you feel guilty for – Doing things that are not being outraged, right? right? Like, mm -hmm. like playing I gotta, a video game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making a game. I have to like hype it up this right. month, right? And right. I felt like the past two weeks, I've just haven't wanted to talk about it at all. No, I think I a lot of, I think a lot of, um, no, I mean, I think about this every day as we, you know, we publish story. We, we, you know, at the outline, try to be not. We, we, we don't go hard on the news cycle, right? Like we're kind of. And you know we publish stories and like this is a great unless it's goop related. Unless it's goop, in which case we just fucking jam on that shit. But but you know we're like we publish stories, they're great stories. I'm like I love this, and it's like I you know I'll tweet about it or talk about it or whatever. But it's like yeah, but you know all around you like everything is burning, and you're like I'm like read this great story on 24 Hours and Dunkin' Donuts, which is a really <laughs> interesting slice of life in New York or whatever. But like it is, you know, you just feel like what the. Yeah, what no, the you fuck? want you want to see people break down. You see the already in like mentally on the edge people in my improv class <laughs> trying so oh hard God. to make jokes or anything oh and God. not bring up the news or yeah. anything upsetting. It the is real like, victims. No, no, no. Improv I mean, like you actors. can watch people. <laughs> oh, but you I get it. No, I get it. <laughs> at the breaks, like we take a ten minute break. It just you check your phone and everyone's just like you just see people fall apart. Yeah. I've seen people cry or whatever reading a thing or whatever, and you're. Like, okay, well, everybody, let's go back to like naming kinds of cars. <laughs> it's so rough. This is, this is why I it's avoid like I already improv. paid for it, so I'm going to these classes. <laughs> no offense, but I stay away from improv. No, I'm not telling you reason. to come. I'm telling you. No, participating but, or... but please come. No, please don't. <laughs> we need. We got to fill this theater. Uh, they do a great uh, thing where somebody shouts out a word. And then everybody checks their Twitter. The only people <laughs> who love improv are the teachers. Nobody, the students are not enjoying it. The audiences are enjoying it. I listen. I'll be honest with you. Uh, when your coworkers is improv, uh, Casey Newton. Casey Newton, yeah, he's a, uh, he's improv. Very funny guy. Star. Very funny guy. Um, and uh, but um, I saw. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever been to like proper improv, but I did at South by Southwest a couple of years ago. End up at a uh, improv event for a brand. And I oh was like, God. and I was like, was it an uh, activation? I mean, I guess so. And I was like, oh boy, I don't like, I don't think I like improv. Just go, just go across town to UCB. There's actually some pretty good, no, like pretty good improv stuff is like A plus or fucking like hell on earth. Those are the two speeds <laughs> you're <laughs> operating yeah. at. So gray. go see like the AAA teams. So have a great time. Yeah, perhaps the gray area. If you see someone no asking you on area. Facebook to go to improv, nope, don't do no. it. Don't do it. No. I but anyhow back to Trump. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, but you do. You feel like it's it's anyhow it's crushing and it's like you, yeah, you it's just paralyzing. It is paralyzing. It's just such a fucking bummer. It's like it does not have to be this way. This is the thing that I think about all the time is like 
It was not this way before Trump was president. Now, there were bad things in America, no question. But it wasn't this level of intensity of unfairness of like, what the like, what are we fucking doing as a country and why are we doing it? Fight going to trade wars with with Canada and fucking putting kids in cages and fucking like sitting down with the dictator of North Korea as if he's like a bro. And it's just like it feels like everything. Yeah, I mean, is... we've had duplicitous language, crazy shit happening since 9-11. Yeah, but well, you got this. You got the sense that, like, at least Carl Rove and Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and all those assholes were mm. were actually like saying what they believed in publicly, rather than just like lying about literally yeah. everything they could possibly like easily verifiable facts. Yeah, like no, that, that's just. I mean, the fucking secretary of uh, 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 what is her name? Uh, uh, Nielsen, Christian Nielsen. Christian Nielsen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is her? Sorry, what is her official title? She's secretary of. Uh, Wait, no, she leads DHS, right? Is she DHS? That's, yeah. She's like, we do not, we're not separating families at the border, period. It's like, literally, you're fucking lying. It's obvious to everybody. No one thinks that's true. Everyone else has said that. There's video of it. There's audio of it. There's fucking pictures of cages. You literally have other people in your government going like, yeah, we're doing it. Oh, yeah. They also went like through the five textbook steps of what abuser, the abuser playbook where it's like. We're not doing that. There's no policy. Okay, if there is a policy, well, it's the Democrats' fault. Okay, <laughs> like I like that. I like that. Trump. I was looking through his tweets. He's like a day ago. He's like change the laws, and then today he's like Trump signs executive order. It's like <laughs> interesting. Hmm. Interesting how that functions. Yeah. Uh, no, it's crazy to me. And I, I'll have to say to anybody who's a fucking Republican and voting for these people, how stupid are you? And how stupid do they think you are? And if you're voting for them, you are dumber than they think. It's okay to admit you were wrong. I was, I'm wrong about things all the time. It's, just say I, 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 I fucked up. I shouldn't have voted for this no, guy. You can and be, it's fine. You can be wrong. You can be wrong, but are you, I mean, it's, are you stupid? Like, are you, how stupid do you have to be? Like, they, like, you've got Tucker Carlson on Fox going, like, anything else you hear besides Fox is propaganda. And it's like, do you really think that that, if you really think that's true, you're fucking deranged. Like, yeah, I mean, someone interviewed uh, a Trump supporter at a rally in Minnesota yesterday and she said yes separating children from parents is horrible but those pictures are fake right like they don't there's no they're not, they don't even believe the facts that would help them ha- make yeah. a rational compassionate decision well i blame the internet to be honest with you the internet the sure, greatest the we greatest gotta stop it no i agree the greatest thing well, that could happen I hate to say it because my all of my career is based on the internet, but I think oh, the, the greatest... outline will just it's you're in perfectly positioned to become a zine. Ready to do it as a we magazine. We could do improv instead. I will, uh, the outline will become a like pop up magazine, but I'll improv. Um, <laughs> no, but like yeah, I mean you know the greatest service anybody could do to mankind right now would be to permanently shut down the internet. That's if you're a, if you're a terrorist out there looking for a really good cause, bring down the internet permanently. That's yeah, I'll get, I'll get rid of Overwatch. I'm straining gifts. to have 100 percent agreement on this podcast for fear of. <laughs> Come on. Prosecution. I don't mean, <laughs> I'm not telling you to do anything. Of course, you know, this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes. So anyhow, let's talk about, let's move on. So there's nothing, we can't, we all agree in this room. This. We're not going to solve anything. We're just venting. And I do think, like, I will say on this, like, we, I do think. Actually, I think if we say the right combination of words on this podcast, we'll bring Trump down. I'd love to <laughs> right? do, I'd love to do that. I, I. I just I do think there's also this thing where it's like, you know, the futility of 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 outrage. The the I've written how many tweets have you written and deleted in the last year? Well, outrage is fine, but like sitting around talking to people who follow you on Twitter all day is not gonna do shit. I agree. Right? 
I've been talking to anybody on Twitter is not going to do shit. I think talking on Twitter is actually useless. I think talking almost on all social networks is basically useless. It's point. masturbatory. It's very masturbatory, but there but it's is fucking, it's fun. It sometimes. feels good. It, it is fun. Well, no, it feels good. I was like, I was like yelling at people yesterday on Twitter, and I'm like, it, it's there's no use to this. It is. Fr- I'm fr- probably embarrassing myself, but it just feel it does feel you good were. to say you to were. say fuck you to to fuck it Nielsen or whatever. You know, it's just like Text listen, some, yeah, somebody dropped Stephen Miller's phone number and sending him a bunch of gay porn gifts. He'll probably never get. Felt, felt <laughs> Did you do that? Really? Did you do that? Cr- yeah, I sent him yeah. some like you're a Nazi piece of shit, and then just tons of men fucking. But he all prob- different but, races. But, sorry, did I kick you? But he but, but see Miller's probably fine with that he probably likes it it's probably you know you don't know what he's into listen i just hope his iCloud has to, he gets a new account he has to get a new account <laughs> he has to increase so crammed full of increases storage is what he's gonna do uh listen anyhow back to speaking of yeah, technology he's gonna have a fun new folder on his desktop speaking, <laughs> speaking of tech <laughs> that's a good segue yeah, right thank you yeah. what's anyhow, the tech angle what is the tech angle uh no I'll tell but you but uh, there's a lot of other shit, bad shit. Speaking of shutting down the internet, net neutrality, which you guys have at the Verge have done a ton of totally really good fucked. writing about. Neil totally did fucked. a great Neil did a great piece, which I loved, uh, uh, which was like a super long takedown of the ruling on the AT and T Time Warner merger. Yeah, the I, judge who presided over that basically knew nothing about how the internet worked. <laughs> of course, um, <clears throat> and it was yeah, it, it, it and the government also had a terror. It was like a confluence of two things. The judge was fucking stupid. And had no idea like what an app was, uh, literally, like literally, like yeah. he 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 thought that Directv and uh, Time Warner had to combine so that uh, Time Warner could provide their shows mm. over the top. Yeah, which is they're already doing that. Sounds it's right. called HBO now. Sounds right to me. Um, <laughs> but then the government slimmer. also had a terrible case. Like they hired bo- like dumb experts. Bob Loblaw. Bob Loblaw was on the case. <laughs> Please don't talk attorney, about it. I don't want to hear any Arrested Development jokes. Oh See, God, Arrested Development character? so bad. I haven't seen it. Didn't I'm watch sorry. season four. Don't really, not a big Arrested Development fan. It's bad. It was a big part of my First three seasons were my, Formative years. I watched the first three seasons, and they were fine. There were some funny jokes. When they were out? You watched them when they were out? Um, when it was on TV? Mm, no, I, I guess did. I watched them after. Like, it was very timely during the Bush during the Bush years. Yeah, I didn't Afterward, watch. Not, they basic, so it was basically it. a comedy about the Trump family, and then it's like, oh no, this isn't so funny anymore. Right. The only uh, entertainment, the only art that I paid attention to during the Bush era was uh, American Idiot by Green Day. <laughs> God. <laughs> Woo! Can we get stuff. that? Can we get that piped in? Can we get a little American? What's Team the best? America, World Police. That's a great movie. Yeah. Use. Team America is a very good movie. I mean, inappropriate now. If you watch it now, you're like, wow, there's a bunch of stuff in this movie that would not make fly at all. I mean, but I anything, any art that's like a decade old. I mean, even the fucking Gilmore Girls. You're like, wow, this is <laughs> no. I'm seriously like on the Gilmore Girls. Like somebody, honestly, I was just rewatching no, yeah. it. Somebody was like, that bag is gay. I'm like, that's crazy. Wait, what? No, like they're the that. Gilmore Girls. There's an episode of The West Wing where they're like, uh, if you don't let yourself get sexually assaulted, you're getting rid of your sexual power. And as a woman, you should use that as a tool. Let him abuse you. It was like I was like, what? wait, what am I watching? No, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy to go back even just a few years and see how different things were. How fucking crazy things were like uh, 10 years ago. It's nuts. Anyhow. Anyway. So net neutrality neutrality is dead. It's dead. It's also California got messed up because uh, they they were supposed to pass a strong bill, the strongest bill in the country today on it. Yeah. And it got torpedoed by um, a Democratic representative who uh, whose biggest donor is AT&T. Oh, go figure. He, He messed it up in procedure. 
I mean, the, so the, the, the... Let's name and shame Miguel Santiago, and he's going to propose his own um, he's like, plan. He's like, listen, uh, the, here's my proposal. It's full of loopholes. AT&T, <laughs> wait, who'd you say his biggest donor is? AT&T, AT&T. Comcast. He's like, uh, AT&T should be allowed to do whatever they want, but when it comes to Verizon and whoever their competition is, fuck it, Sprint, I don't know. We've got to clamp down on them. We've got to make sure they're regulated, heavily regulated. Um, you know, all these fucking, it's like money, money, money is the fucking problem. You know, the most destructive thing that ever happened in this country was the Supreme Court ruling that corporations are fucking people and therefore have free speech or whatever their ruling was, which is like. Yeah, I mean, that was disastrous. But we have like 100 plus years of precedent of the government just making terrible fucking decisions about how to regulate in, like telecommunication services. Right. Net neutrality. Uh, by itself is like putting a Band-Aid on a fucking gun wound. <clears throat> the issue is has never been <clears throat> like net neutrality is the, la- is the last resort, right? The real problem with the Internet is, A, there's no competition anywhere. Like in many markets, Comcast is your only choice or, yeah. or, or like, Verizon. Like in Greenpoint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you have? Uh, well, oh, you don't live in Greenpoint. No, right? I don't. I have Fios. Okay. And it rips. <laughs> and I have choices. Fios is great. I'm sorry. No, you have choices. Not endorsement. No, I, I do have I do have choices, but Fios is very, is very good. Pi has like three choices of gigabit yeah. level internet at his house in Virginia. Yeah. Um, I have so, Spectrum, yeah. and if I want to cancel, it's DSL. No, That's when it. I lived in Brooklyn, when I lived in Brooklyn, it was only Time Warner, or you get some other bullshit. That was me, but, but now it's it Spectrum. Yeah. Spectrum bought Time Warner. Right, exactly. It's, and it's, then themselves are being purchased. So. And their apps fucking sucks. It's oh worse than Time God. Warner's it's app. It's unreal. Time I mean, Warner's app was actually really good. It had like, I could change my Wi-Fi password in there. I could look up service issues. It wasn't pretty, but it worked. The Spectrum app literally only shows me the balance of my bill. That's it's all it does. so it's bad. It's important. That's all it does. Your auto anyway, pay, your auto but this pay is bill. Like, this is the market, right? Like people don't have real choices, which yeah. is why net neutrality is so important. Right. And then the other part of this is like, now you have two media companies in the world, right? Or we're headed that way. It's going to be Disney and whatever ISP they merge with <sighs> and AT&T or Verizon, Comcast, and all of the other shit that they merge with. And when we get into that scenario, it's just, you know, not having net neutrality around means they're going to use the internet as a bargaining chip or a pawn and trying to sell people cable TV. Again, I, I'm i not saying I'm not endorsing this idea, but if you can find a way to completely shut down the internet... <laughs> Just, just uh, stop it altogether. Guess what? They're not gonna be able to hawk their wares with no with no pipes or signal. I don't know how you do. It. You can take some satellites down, cut some undersea cables. I don't know, but I'm saying you know, think about it. Look, put some time into it. You know. Um, anyhow, yeah. Look, it's a fucking. We're living in a nightmare world, but also, you know, it's it's the great. But there's a lot about Westworld, man. A lot of great television on. I wouldn't go that far. A lot of great. You're, just, you're not into this. Are you watching Westworld? Are you watching Westworld? The past two episodes, I'm. Are back, you seeing I'm back the show it. that I'm seeing? I like the uh, last episode. Okay, I'm good. Back Why don't we let's like do like two episodes. Let's do a mini out west mini real out quick west? here. I, 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 can you slightly tell me, out west? Let me ask you a question, TC, because I get a little <laughs> heading west, a little a little out west, a little west. We made it to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Here, let me ask you a question, TC. You're an avid Westworld watcher. Yeah, I've seen every episode. You've seen all of them. Yeah. You've checked out the Reddit. Westworld? No. Reddit? Not at all. Okay. I try um, to avoid Reddit as much do you, as possible. Do you do you have uh do you feel like there's like big mysteries to unlock on Westworld? I'm curious. I don't anymore, but I think that's okay. Really? I think So what's now what's that motivation? I wasn't into to... this season very much until they got to um 
the episode before last where they went. What's what's that guy's name? The uh, Ghost Nation guy. That episode was fucking. Yeah, we said this yesterday or two days ago. But I did like the Shogun World. I mean, I thought I thought that episode was phenomenal in so many ways. It reminded me of the best of Lost. Yeah, because it was character driven. Well, there are whole episodes that aren't character driven with no sense of place. Well, beyond that, the the characters are like you're like Dolores is really upset about her dad, but like these this relationship's not even real. It's like not even an actual relationship. It's like a program. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I actually didn't care about really any of the characters until until that Ghost Nation episode. You didn't like you didn't like episode four, the Daddy Delos episode. That was good. That was a good. That was good. Very lost. Very. It was very lost. I. It literally was like a lost episode. And the unraveling of the of the guy getting you know validated or whatever was pretty yeah it was intense. fucking great it was pretty intense um, I thought the Ghost Nation episode was really good but I mean it was a, obviously a bottle episode but also was like you know it felt one of those things it felt like one of those things where they were like um, it's like I don't know you only have ten episodes in the season I feel like we're, you're like we need a timeout from the plot it's like you only have ten episodes to tell the story well here's the shit that they get that that they <clears throat> that's not great it's like watching someone play fallout and there's like all these fucking side mm-hmm. missions that you don't care about and like logistics and like yeah, people just, driving around from point you a to point have b no it's idea like, where on the map you are in fallout you're just it's just yeah. a dust bowl everybody's in this facility they don't know where there's like apparently infinite floors to this place and yeah. nobody knows what's going on like yeah. it that part doesn't really interest me but i think well, no, all last... the, oh, yeah we've talked a lot about this, the technicalities of things like the mesh yeah. network they're really obsessed with the mesh network yeah. And I'm like, why? Is a this... lot of HBO shows talking a lot about a mesh network. That's yeah. that Silicon like, Valley. You know There's some techno babble stuff, but like, I I'm on board again from the last two episodes. But I'm only like, if they don't leave the park next season, oh my god, I'm out. Okay, let me ask you a question. Like, they have to leave. Like, they need to fundamentally change the show next season. People need to get the fu- like escape the park. They need to go into the real world. The park is so boring. I just want it is. It's like who cares? I think there's not enough area here for me to get invested. And also, you want to leave. Do you think they're on the moon? No. Witness so mad. What? Where do you think they're located? Josh doesn't think they're on the moon. Day one that they were on. They're, where, where do you they're think they're on located? some island off the coast of China. Really? Right? They're just gonna get Isn't on boat. They're just gonna get on boat and go over they to gave, China. Like, I mean, they they kind of hinted at that, right? Uh, did they? The, yeah, yeah, because they, they said were, uh, in the first episode they said they're on an island. And well, the there Chinese was some government, was Chinese there. military. Well, actually, they were like they were like you don't have jurisdiction over this island. Blah 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 blah. Right. Okay. And so that we all think that that was that's definitely it could be. Unless they China invaded it. Mexico or something, and like we're in over oh. there. Oh no, I think it's I think it's much deeper than that, my man. Yeah, it goes <laughs> real deep. I think it's like uh, ownership of areas of the of the moon. We're not. Um, <laughs> Look, they, conv- they created a pretty fucking convincing atmosphere. You saw well, you know that it's a you saw the trailer for the next episode, show, right? right? There's like a huge crack in the. There's a seam in the sky. <laughs> no, I didn't oh, see you haven't that. seen it. You've seen the trailer for the next episode. They several. There's a big seam, huh? It's literally they're all of the characters are converging, and there's a massive like electric seam up the sky that is are you like, fucking with me no i'm serious it is shows like a rippling seam where you can see something behind it and the atmosphere around it is like westworld atmosphere and there's this tiny little strip little I mean, under just, the dome just get out of here no Action. just fucking google just google westworld seam in the sky and you will see it immediately so I don't now know how i missed this yeah the literally the thing you just said where they're like whatever about at, the atmosphere or the it is a projection Mm. Okay, uh, because you know they show Mount Fuji in Shogun World, right? Mm-hmm. And right. obviously, and it's like, how did they get right? That well, makes, they, they that could makes sense. they Epcotted it. They, they, yeah. Did you find the scene? I didn't find it, but I'll it's, take your word for well, it. Well, anyhow, so I go so now, pull up a gift from the Simpsons. To, 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 to me, to me, I think the greatest. I mean, I honestly, I know everybody's fucking so mad at me about talking about this, but I can't stop thinking about this idea. 
Then they get to, they're like, we're finally getting out of here. And then they're on the moon. And they're like, oh, fuck. Or it could be Mars. It could be, it could be a planet. It could be, it could be a be place Mars. where, like, we've made the assumption that, like, they can just get out and they'll hop on a boat over to mainland China. And, oh, shit, the hosts are everywhere. I don't think it's going to be that simple. Well, they do, but they do show people in, like, San Francisco and. No. They've shown yeah. people in one Asian city. No, that's not true at all. I think that's all they've shown. That's where Bernard's home was. No, Bernard's right? home is in is in is in China or wherever. It's, I think it's China. There's like uh, the, you, you mean where he shows San Francisco, you mean where he shows his blocks or whatever. I mean, maybe it was the San no, Fran Yokio kind of. No, they're not maybe. in San Francisco. No, they're in China or somewhere like China. No, thanks, China. Also, there was somebody pointed out to me that there's a when Bernard and Dolores cross the street. Uh, when they're, he's going to right, show so her the house, that. yeah. that's in that's in China. That's in China. And and mm. also there's a thing that when they walk out of the thing, there's a sign that says space, huh. uh, as if suggesting it's a spaceport. <gasps> so anyhow, you know, we'll see. Clearly I you're mean, paying more attention to this show than I am. I have, I just, I have the moon. I do a podcast all about it called OS. Anyhow, listen, I'm just saying I'm glad that you're back in. I I, I felt like I I was so obsessed with like the mysteries and now like I feel like Anyhow, whatever. I already talked about this in the Out West. No, the, the mystery is really good in season one. But like, but now it's very lost in but the they sense. Need to get the, they need to get out. I agree. If it's lost and they're on this island for seven seasons. and Yeah, you're done. It's going to be done. If Maeve ever leaves the show, I'm done. I'm not watching the show anymore. I'm done. Well, it looks like she's next, the most watchable person. But I have confidence. I think, I, I mean, I think they've done some good stuff this season. In the next episode, it looks like she's all fixed up. Yes. And she's doing some mind control. Yeah. Or as I like to think of it, uh, Wi-Fi She's doing some airdrops. <laughs> She's doing what She's you were last week when you said your superpower. What? Last week you said the best superpower would be able to get people to just do things at your no. suggestion. Yeah, mind control. Whatever. Mind control. Very, yeah. You said minor. Just kind well, of a little well, mind control. you made control. it seem real rapey. Maybe, You're maybe, like, yeah. it was you pretty rapey. No, no, I wouldn't be like, let's have sex. That wouldn't be what I would be doing. Okay. I mean, that, how great would it be for to have a reveal after like five seasons? Maeve escapes. She gets on the fucking J train, and all of a sudden, like a dick butt pops up in your airdrop because she's <laughs> she's hacking your airdrop. That's the big reveal. Hey, what is a dick butt? You don't know. You don't know that meme. I know. What is? I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I do, and I just don't know the name of Hold it. Hold on. Wow, I feel really dumb now. Can we pipe in uh, a dick butt? Over? Oh yeah, dick butt. Yeah, yeah. I know the I know the guy. About. I don't know the dick butt. About, yeah. I know the name. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. We'll we'll put that up on the uh, we'll we'll project that into your brain when you're listening to this. Um, right. But but okay yeah okay superpower you could have any superpower what would it be? That's a good question. Like yeah, just trip pick one. Top superpower that you would choose. If you could have any one. I don't know if I want one. Who said? Who is I don't know if I want one. Somebody was like, I feel like you get a superpower. Did you say immortality? Was that your first choice? Mm -hmm. That's not a superpower. If you can turn it off, that'd be good. That's what that was the the wish. I had immortality until I said no thank you. No, but you would never say no thank you. You would always be, man, maybe it's not I don't want immortality. uh, Maybe no pain. No, because you could still be injured. You don't want that. That means you'll get injured, but you just and you want feel emotional it. pain. <laughs> no pain is like bad. the guy in James Bond. You want yeah. like to be impervious to, impervious, to sure. injury. When did that teleportation? See, I feel like I if said you, healing. You know, once you get a superpower, you get on the list of some people who you don't want to be on their list. Like you know what I'm saying? Like whom? Like the <laughs> that movie by the Invisible Guy. Like the government wanted to track him down. The Invisible Man. Sorry. The Invisible Man. Kevin Bacon. Kev, Kevin Bacon. You remember that movie? Is that wait? Is it Kevin Hollow Bacon? Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Which is based on the Invisible Man, right? It's yeah. A, yeah. That's a Verhoeven movie. A Paul mm-hmm. Verhoeven yeah. movie. Oh, oh absolutely. Very bad. It was. I think terrible it's a, movie, but it gave me nightmares when I was a child. Is it written by Joe Astorhouse? Can you double check that? Am I crazy? It's not. But like you get that as soon as you get that ability, like the government wants to track you down. 
you know, you become bulletproof like Luke Cage. Then there's some other bulletproof guy. It's like a, uh, it's spoiler like an alert. It's like Although an I, I'm not watching any of those. It's in the trailers. It's in the trailers. I don't watch this. I can't get into them. I don't watch it either. But I watch I'm half just saying, of like, Jessica Jones. I like the I villain. Love Jessica Jones. Because you want to be the villain. No, no, <laughs> no. You want the mind control. No, I, I, it's a terrifying. He's a terrifying villain. You are a limousine liberal. You know what? <laughs> big media yeah. villain. You know yeah. what show? You know what show I can't fucking stand? I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Legion. I like Legion. I, don't, I fucking hate superhero shit. I'll be it's honest. I don't watch any of it. No, Legion's Isn't a show. X-Men? No, Legion, yes, but Legion is a show that tests the tests the um, actual narrative. It pushes the narrative limitations of It's extremely comics. experimental. No, no, but it's experimental, and like they are like, we have a serious, important plot, but actually they have nothing, and it's like all, like, it's all like it's visual. It's very masturbatory. That's why I like it. I find it imp- almost impossible to watch. I like it. It's a, it's a, it's an experiment. Can't stand it. Anyhow. Are you a Star Trek guy? Who me? Yeah. You know that I am. But I don't watch you, that new you shit. You heard about all the uh I don't watch this. They're like expanding the universe. They're like thinking about four new shows. Uh Picard might be back yes, in one that, of them. I'm there for that Can whatever that, that is. Yeah. I w- if There's they bring Star- Picard back, I will watch that show. I will no fucking what. evangelize that show. I will promote it. I also they're also thinking of like a Starfleet Academy one, and I want them to go like full CW like teen romance Starfleet mm-hmm. Academy. Oh, like like Riverdale, fuck, yeah, be, like in Riverdale, space. yeah, Riverdale. In I like. Space. I would watch would that. You, that would be fucking like great. La Femme Nikita. Wait, they what? made that show Nikita on the CW. Yep. It was like a spy school. And oh, they were really? Learning yeah. how to be agents. Wait, they also had a La Femme Nikita show. <laughs> yeah, it was called Nikita, I think. Yeah. But they were different shows. No, that was the show. Oh. Well, Femme Nikita. It was just called Nikita. It's oh, there was, a t- there was another TV show called Femme Nikita. On USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, An older one. Yeah. Femme Nikita, that was like 90s, right? uh, directed by Luc Besson. <sighs> now I feel like if I went back and watched you know, Femme Nikita, I would be like, wow, there's some inappropriate stuff in this. Yeah. He's French. <laughs> it's from the 90s. Yeah. It's got to be some bad shit there. I don't remember entirely. Like, you go back and watch The Profession, I'll bet you're uncomfortable through the entire film. I can't it's think of a movie I wouldn't them, be uncomfortable watching from the past. There's something in everything. Really? Singing yeah. in the rain. I don't know. It's pretty. I have to look. It's pretty clear. I mean, it's you know aggressively white. I was just gonna say an all white cast. You know, but it's crew. like made nineteen thirty two or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like you, you know, you gotta. You anyway, do? we should talk about things you're making. Yes, let's pivot. Ugh. TC, talk about the future. Yeah, TC, I've seen you on Instagram for a year. I don't know how long it's been. You've been working on this project, going on a year. Yeah, and and I remember you started. I feel like you started. You were you're an RPG fan. What's your game? Yeah, I've been playing. I, I mean, I'm playing Dungeons video, and video games forever. No, but you were like, like I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, but I've only been playing that for four or five years now. Yeah, okay, but Dieter, Dieter Paper and my Dice, friend Dieter Bone. Yeah, Dieter Bone dropped fifth edition came out yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'd never played this. I made fun of those nerds. Yeah, in high school, it's rude. In college, yeah, I played. I played when I was a kid. I had a college roommate who played, and I was like, "What is this? It's so what good." But he also did LARPing, so I was well, that's like, a little bit. I thought there were. I thought there were like some, you know, adjacent things. Um, but anyway, you know, Dieter dropped fifth edition on my desk. I picked it up. I was like, this is the coolest shit. And I'd also been watching people play on Twitch and listening to podcasts. You know, the McElroy brothers have the adventure zone. They, 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 people play paper Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, but it's, Dan you know, they, they have their, too. they have, oh, yeah? uh, it's like, oh, okay. you know, hangouts, it's like hangouts. They all have a portrait. That you oh, can see cool. their faces. That's cool. Um, but it's just you know it's just telling a story, I, uh, collaborative story. But I saw you. I feel like I saw you start. You were map making. I did. I had two groups of people at the verge. So the first thing I decided I wanted to do was be a 
dungeon master yeah. for 10 people in two groups. And I just got, I went down a huge hole. I spent one night, like five hours on Etsy looking up wax ceiling stamps because I wanted to have props. And I just, yeah, it became, it was like an arts and crafts thing, you know, as much as um, playing a game. Uh, and then last year I had an idea for a podcast, uh, <clears throat> an original show idea um, that I wanted to do. And uh, it's a format no one else has done yet, so I, I still would like to do it someday. Yeah, keep it. Keep um, it yourself. I'm going to. It's exciting. Uh, but it was like 11 p.m. at night, <clears throat> at night um, and I was thinking about this podcast, and I realized Dungeons & Dragons is a terrible game to make a show out of because it's just, you're going to be talking about rules and not like it's math overly and spreadsheets. And, yeah. Uh, so I was up until like 6 a.m. creating a game, and from there, you, since you, then, I've been working on this. At that moment, you had uh, you had the vision for how you could the kind of structure of the game one night yeah you're like i want to make a new type of rpg a role-playing game for those who don't know uh, ttrpg i don't know what's tabletop that? tabletop game. okay rpg yeah. um and so you started creating this game called quest which first off quest rpg is the official no just quest quest but which is like wow what a good name for an rpg by the way and a surprise that to, it's like not really been used uh, it's been used by a billion people, but <clears throat> usually with something else around it. Like there was Hero Quest, which was a game on. Yeah, I'm saying just Quest. Uh, compatible, but just Quest. Yeah, there was yeah. one. There's one game called Quest that was made, and it's a tabletop game, but it was made by some like German guys in the 70s. Oh, so and I don't think they have not, any yeah. trademark on it. Well, so I guess we'll find out. That. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> find out when I get sued um, for all my spell, Kickstarter money. Spell with a um, with a K and a W. <laughs> Quickster, you can call it Quickster. But if I do Q W E S T, I'll also get sued by a Silicon Valley company. Oh, really? Um, mm -hmm. But I also have the amazing domain www.adventure.game. Oh, wow! That's very good. Somehow I got that. How did you get that? Um, the the .game domain was open. I just started searching for them, and that was inexplicably available. Adventure game. <laughs> Somehow nobody. Adventure.game. If I go to adventure.game, I'll be on the quest. That's right. Yeah. I mean, do you have a mobile site? Is it yeah, mobile absolutely. friendly? Uh, Squarespace.com. Not sponsoring this wow, podcast. Okay. Square first. They have sponsored. Probably the first organic Squarespace mention. Adventure ever. Adventure dot game. Game. Here it is. Here I am. Right here. Beautiful logo. Is it who designed the logo? Me. I did that word mark. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful word mark by from, hand from TC Sodic. Um, uh, but anyway, it's 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 designed to be um, the role playing game for everyone. Says your says your splash page. Yeah. Uh, I want you know I've talked to a lot of people I've tried to get people into D and D. Um, I love D. It's, first yeah. of all, it's like one of my two favorite games of all time. They I love it. They eliminated advanced. There's no longer advanced Dungeons and Dragons and Dungeons and Dragons. It's just one. No, thing it's now. just one. And, right. And, and fifth when edition I was a kid, actually, it was it was D and D. It was D and D and AD and D. Yeah. And there's like I lots played, of other. I played AD and D offshoots because I'm I was very um, fast. Fifth edition actually simplified a lot of the stuff. Yeah. In D and D, but it still, you know, has 30 years of legacy baked into it. A lot of things that they. We'll leave behind. It's very crunchy. There's a lot of rules, right? Which is fine. Some people are really into it's, that. It's 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 a like know, the Windows 10 of it's a classic, right? Yeah. Windows 10 is a great. But it's very based on like war gaming and tactics, right? So you want there's like positioning and like you got to squares if you want to use that. You know, you can use spreadsheets and and I wanted to create something that was just really fast in, where the rules are intuitive, where the language that you actually the rule the language of the rules is um, like what you would. Say just a normal conversation, but so it's meant to be just like you. You get into it easier. Get into it. You get into it's it much easier. More... It's uh, you know, there's just a lot less stuff to to learn up front. But, I still create a character. You know, there, there are you still create a character. There's yeah. lots of options. So you know, it it's a balance between 
quick learning, but then there's a depth to it. So if you want to play it over a long period of time, you can. There's a lot of room to grow. Have you played it? Yeah, a, b- <laughs> a bunch. Like, like, actually, I actually have hundreds of testers right now. You do? Yeah. And so what do you do? You basically have people sign up for beta testing. Yeah, I just sent out a call on Twitter. I got an amazing response. And yeah. There's just a bunch, you know, there's a lot of groups out there. And so how does that work? Are they are they giving you, they're like, hey, we hit this weird thing where if you do this and you do that, it doesn't work for some reason or whatever. Like you're. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a few things that we want to test, right? Like, is it fun? Right. Is it coherent? Like, is the actual logic of the rules in the game, does it work? Or right. is it broken in areas? Right. We haven't found anywhere it's broken yet. That's amazing. Uh, which is good. But it's ama- it's um, amazing to have created something, a game from scratch. I, I've always wanted to do it. I and never thought pl- I could. And people right? can like play I, it. Yeah. That's very cool. I mean, it's very <laughs> it, it, cool. It is crazy. Um, um, but, and, you know, I'll say, like, the, the I think that there are a lot of really simple RPGs out there that people have made over the years, but it's like, you know, you download a messy PDF, right? Like, there's no... There's no product execution to yeah. it. There's no yeah. design. Yeah. And um, that's something that I've been obsessively focused on, right? Like one of the questions was like, what is the, and this is going to sound really douchey, but it's like, what's the iPhone of Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like what is the. I was going to say, it's like the parachute of, yeah. <laughs> of, the, of, of, of role playing games. You know, parachute, they make sheets. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I could name a sheet brand, but parachute's <laughs> like, it's like these beautiful ads and like, you're like, oh yeah, like I never thought about sheets, but. Yeah. Here's a real brand. But it's cool. I, I, I took a crash course on typography for like two months. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. My editor, Chris Plant, who you know, who's yep. executive editor of Polygon at one point was like, you know what? I, I fucking hate reading textbooks. Don't make this like a textbook. Yeah. So I meet the first thing I did after he said that, I was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't make it an eight and a half by 11 size book. I made it physically smaller. And just the act of making it physically smaller made me redesign a lot of the rules because I had less text to put on a page. Right, because you don't want to cram. You don't want it to be like a text wall. Right, because you want people to play. I think so, it's so interesting. I so so. Let me ask you this: You've got you've got people playing it. They're are they enjoying it? Yeah. Is it I, fun? It, I think it's fun. I've gotten you know I have gotten some negative feedback from people who are really experienced who just I think prefer a different type of game. So but like this is too. I think they get simple. what it is. Yeah. I don't think it's um. None of the feedback has been like. This game doesn't work, or I don't see any value in it. Right. So, I think it's—I'm definitely happy with what the direction it's going. Are you? So the game itself um, will have stories. We'll yeah, have, we'll have campaigns. A, we're that working are... on an original adventure format, and it's really cool. It's based on um, this format called West Marches, which was born out of just—actually, um, let me look it up. Just I, I want to. Yeah, you don't want to screw this. this up. Oh yeah, Ben Robbins. So this guy named Ben Robbins wrote an essay a while back called. It's just a theory about a type of of gameplay to do because you know D- Dungeons and Dragons is often like really long term campaigns where you have a huge commitment. You're playing it for months or years with the same group of people, and this idea was okay. What if the um, you know the narrative isn't a one story with one group of people? What if it's more based on a world that's persistent? Mm. And so there's it's assumed there's one city in this world. All the adventurers start in the city. The farther they move away from the city, the more dangerous the world becomes and it's assumed at the end of every session you return to the city so it's a format where you your your character stays the same but you can play with a different configuration of people every time Mm. because the narrative always draws you back to the center Mm. so we're making the first adventure we're doing is is kind of based on that idea where we have a central city we're doing we're adding a little more structure to it so that there are persistent things about the world so you know you upgrade your city over time you can pursue shared objectives that affect the persistent world so that 
the person the person's world carries across your games, not across the entire game, though. Correct. It's not like correct. There's a database of right, city right, right. stuff that gets built up or right. whatever, right? Because this is all on paper. Yeah, I there's mean, the it, digital component. Not for this. I mean, long term, I actually really do want to make a website where you have, where it's almost like a twine choose your own adventure system where you can down you can basically take other people's stories modules and. Oh. Because it's a modular system, so right? it's kind so of a community. It's, like, it's it's a it's a format. It's a concept of a world, and it's modular, so you can basically build your own stories into this world. So, do you see? So, Quest is set in a. It's kind of a medieval. Uh, um, I would say it's it's not medieval. I kind of hate that setting. Okay. Um, I say it's not quite modern, but I have like a lot of magic magical concepts in it that are kind of ripped from the headlines of our world. Like, like what? Uh, like there's just items in there that imply certain social dynamics and, and technology uh there's a mirror called the site shuffler name working working title for this name of this product okay um but you wave your hand in front of it and it automatically connects you to someone else who has this mirror a random person mm. so it's chat roulette i'm just trying to think of a better it's name for that yeah you'll you'll come up with let, it. let me let me understand, <laughs> let me understand. The, mirror, the mirror is, the mirror so, is that's so cool uh, you wave your hand it's a in magic front of mirror. it and it opens a communication. You basically see someone else. It automatically randomly connects who you. Who has someone. the mirror? Correct. In the game. Yeah. So they might be in a different area. of So the a game. non-player character, someone in the story. Oh, right. oh, oh! It's a story. It's like so phone a friend. An, right? an NPC. Right. And mm. then there's like one-to-one communication devices. I really, devices, now I really more than anything, want to sit here just think of a day for that. Oh, there, I mean, there's <laughs> like, like, do you need is, help? I'd love is, to sit around and think no, of some days. This is so fun. I have friends who have never done anything like this before, and I sit down with them. and I'm like, Yeah. What do you wish you could do if you could just break the rules of the universe? And we we create spells, right? Like we you can create oh. magic items. You can create spells. This like, sounds so much better than looking at the news. This is the perfect a, escape is like, I'm going to create a world where magic exists and is not part of like whatever's happening right now whatsoever. Yeah. Like completely original. I love that. I think that's wonderful. It, you have made me immediately jealous. <laughs> like I'm like, yes, this is great. Better than like, you know what I do is like I'll read like interior design blogs. I really like to just look at things like chairs and Wallpaper. And then That'll I find, be my next. I'll create an interior design role playing game for it's like, you. It's like you're in a house. You have to send somebody <laughs> down the hall to get some like to this get like an why, accessory to get like a f- picture for the anyhow. Yeah. This is why I got yeah. so into the magicians on sci-fi because it, um, it it's culturally relevant and it's modern and it's funny and all that stuff. But it's also so removed from like reality that yeah. even their plots that are like, well, this is the Hillary versus Trump episode as a, like a one off. They're so removed from reality and so like absurd and like anything can happen. And like, again, like they're they're breaking the universe and like uh, it's so like jam packed with puns and weird ideas and concepts and special effects that. It's like for that one 40 minutes every week, I was like not necessarily like attached to anything. And yeah. even a lot of sci-fi and fantasy stuff didn't really give me that feeling. But when you really are cramming in just so much like delight for your brain, like so much, it's really tickling your brain. Well, this is like, Ugh. I mean, this is like my gaming, my recent uh, gaming experiences. I think like the last one I had, like video games is um, I played, uh, not that this is a perfect, not that this is the perfect thing to do because it actually is very much about the news of the day. But I played <laughs> the last uh, Wolfenstein Oh, Wolfenstein. Yeah. You heard about the new one that's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah. course. I'm very excited about all the all well, any entry, any play opportunity to kill Nazis, I get excited about. But um, but it was like it was something more horrible than the world I was in. It's like, like you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> yeah. well, it could be worse. <laughs> you like, know? At least well, the Nazis aren't in jetpacks and yeah, you know. and like don't have full control over it, you know, everything. 
Um, but but it, I did find like the I mean escapism I think is increasingly look and it's sad it actually is sad that like it, we have to we are increasingly escaping to like fantasy worlds because of the world that we actually live in. Oh, I don't think that's sad at all. I mean the the I think the real trap of like all of these assholes in the world is that if it makes you feel guilty for being you know enjoying the parts of being alive that are, make being alive worth it. Right. But I don't want right? like, but you don't want to ignore, but you don't ignore the, the <laughs> you know, it's like, the, the, you know, I always, it's like the fear of apathy is, is great, you know, because apathy is how we get to Trump. It is the apathy of the voters. I mean, I'm, I'm not like, it's not all at their feet, but like if people had been like, wow, this really matters. If more people had felt that way, if more people had been like, I'm not going to vote for Jill Stein or who any of these other guys because like I need to. <laughs> no, I'm not saying she's Jill the Stein. cause, but like seriously, you know, if the Bernie bros had been like, I'm not going to stay home even though I hate Hillary because the alternative is way worse. Mm -hmm. We would have a different country right now. We'd have, I mean, it wouldn't be perfect by any measure. But I think that, that the danger of being excited, the joy of escapism is so p true and pure. And I get excited just thinking about your game. And then I have to, you have to balance it. You're like, how much time, like you've, but I do think we're changing how much time we spend in the shit. I think for people in news, especially how yeah, much time I think, you can spend I think, in you the know, shit. I think we have a different perspective than most people. No, of course. Most people don't look at Twitter all day. That was right. my mom today was literally she gave me a speech about just like because I was on the phone talking to her about the ice kids, and she was just very like you know you can't think about this all the time you can't focus on it like you have to do stuff in your life, and I like I guess for you you just watch the news for an hour before bed or whatever but like for me I don't know how do I fucking not it's better it is better it's the truth is you're a healthier person if you don't look at the feed. Like you are. I do think it's it's unhealthy for people to be inundated with. And you don't know, you know, not to go back to the conversation we we're having at the beginning of this, but you don't know how much is good or bad for you until it's like kind of too late. Like you don't know what is useful and not useful until you've had all of it. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Well, like, you know, things that happen in very localized places, like it's sometimes like I don't need to know a tragedy I don't need to know every tragedy, or I don't need to know every. Right. right? You need to figure out which tragedies are your yours to focus on. And even even when you're paying attention to something, right? Like, just watching the same group of people all say the same thing at the same time is, right. you know, right. doesn't no, I, it doesn't actually give you any insight into anything, right? This is how so. I feel about like like Twitter, like where I'm yelling and other people are yelling, and Ezra's got a thing. It's like this is immoral or whatever, right. and I'm like, I agree, and it's like, but of course I agree. Like, what now? Like, what do we do with all this? rage you know but that's when you shift to quest um and you exactly. get your you get your your party together like what do you call millions yeah you're how tell me about your goal was what your your kickstarter the goal, goal. was sixty five thousand, and which was at? very like the bare minimum because yeah. you know you want to show momentum and yeah and what um, are you at now 115 wow that's yeah, great so that's great that's fantastic. So I'll be I'm gonna, able to, I should tweet. You know, I should make a surplus. And, I'm going to tweet about. Is it still going? Right? Yeah, it's still going. It's got uh, nine days left. I'm going to tell people they should put money into something good. Well, a week, Thank you, a week when Thank you, you when this airs. A week, yeah. Uh, and I got no. a whole I got a whole new business to learn, right? Like I got to get so what a happens to so your managing editor at the Verge? Are you are you going to are you going to take do less time on site? No, I mean I've been I've been You're basically balancing? you know full two two jobs. Right, uh, but it's been fine. I you know I actually feel more invigorated every day at The Verge, having I mean, a creative project. That this is, is like you go home, right? And this is, a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a hobby. I mean, not a hobby, but like your hobby has become a whole other yeah. career. But I also have more than a full year now to work. You know, I, I, I'm not shipping it until next August. Oh, wow. So, okay. Um, I've given, you know, that's, that's the nice thing about Kickstarter is people are, 
you know, expect that they're contributing to get something off the you ground. You don't get it like when it's in seven it, it, days. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so tell me what you get. I, I give you how much was the starting uh, uh, fund? So you can uh, buy just the. There's a, first of all, there's a digital edition, so you can pay twenty dollars and just get everything. Is that what is that? PDF. Like, it's a PDF. Yeah, print and play. Um, but I mean, the, the whole point of a lot of the work we're putting into this is that we're making a really beautiful right. product. We're making a very intentionally designed book. You're doing a leather bound book. Yeah, that's a limited edition. That's fifty. The regular one will be forty. So what's the starting so entry point? Forty. I mean, you, 40 can, bucks. you can play the entire game just with the book. Okay. Uh, but we're also making. You get an actual book for forty dollars. Yes. Okay. What's the digital only? What is that? Twenty. So, so that's a good deal. Okay. You get everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, you know then we're making a big deck of cards. So, you know, instead of having to, like, flip through the book all the time and look up what your spells or, you know, all that shit is. You'd have a spell deck. You'll have a card for every one of your, like, little special moves. Or and abilities. what are they? So you get spells? Spells, equipment, um, just special moves. That you what if I need, like, what if I have several people with the same piece of equipment? Um, well, we'll have duplicates of, of well, some I, of them. Well, That's I a need, separate deck. We, uh, so yeah. we have a treasure treasure chest deck, which is, like, items, equipment. Uh, the core deck, which has like 350 cards in it. Is that an individual? Each one of those is an individual investment, or I, I get a set of those cards. So the the, the core deck is one deck. Right. You only you you, split you it have up. one split it with the whole group. Yeah. Okay. What is a a typical party? Uh, um, I'm how many people? Four. Four uh, people. Four to six. Okay. Yeah, because you have one narrator. I can't do. I can't do a master. ten person. You could. It would be. It'd be you challenging. Need two decks, but it's possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so so for forty, I get the uh, I get the regular book. For sixty, I get the leather bound. For fifty, for 50, 50, 50 I get the leather bound. For hundred, you get the book and the card deck. Right. Uh, and then for hundred forty, you get the book, the the core deck, and then the treasure deck, which includes like a bunch of items and. What do I have to do to get a special uh, to get the rights to naming a a, a spell or an item? That's twenty five hundred. Oh, seriously? Yeah. No, oh there's God. two tiers. There's a thousand dollar tier for naming an item after you. Oh, okay. Uh, and you really? get a framed card okay. with, your, with your item card. Interesting. Twenty five hundred for a spell. I'm listening. I've never oh, so, wanted to. And be then there was a five thousand. So there was a five thousand dollar tier, which someone actually bought the first day. Oh my god! Wow. Which is, what is uh, it? we name a major character, a major central character after. Can you, you say who bought it, or is it? I not, can't. No. Okay. Is it somebody Fucking you know? GDPR. Is it somebody you know, or is it a, just a random person? It's a random person. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's I a wanna, crazy I thing. Want, I some have that money. some stranger one day. Person you don't some, know. Some mystery. Some mystery. I'm man. sitting here thinking, you, like, in this week or next week, am I going to drop fifty on this? <laughs> no, for five five k. So maybe like, I'm going to pay five thousand dollars. <laughs> well, here's the here's the. It had a really cool reward. Um, you know, you get you. We're naming a major character after you. You're going to get an Ill- framed illustration. Yeah. Um, we'll work with you on that. Uh, but then we also uh, are going to work with this very small book bindery in London, the Wyvern Bindery. Mm. They made a bunch of the book props for Harry Potter movies, for Hugo, oh. Sherlock Holmes. They're going to make a one-of-a-kind, unique edition of the game book. That's, like, really fancy. Authentic, leather-bound. Oh, like, wow. You know, like parchment. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> custom end papers, things like that. Yeah. So they'll, they'll get a one-of-a-kind. Oh, the that's, only really one in the cool. world. that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, what, if, what if the person is <laughs> – Sorry, I'm gonna say something really bad. If it's Notch, then I reject What if it's like Richard Spencer? No, no, no. I, 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 I actually, like just, I, I thought about that when I was making this. Yeah. There's like terms and conditions that's right. subject to approval. It's like, it's like uh, so uh, I definitely would have signed reject. a morality yeah. clause. Yeah, what if absolutely. It's, uh, I'm trying. If it's if they're in England, it's like. Uh, What's his name? A Brexiter of some kind. Now at the Ecuadorian, uh, at the Ecuadorian embassy. Oh, Julian Assange. Julian Assange. <laughs> he does. He seem like he does seem like the guy. He's got who the would, time. He'd be like, well, 
I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> the world needs to know. <laughs> it's like Julian Assange would make a really good major character in an, in an RPG. Yeah, but he'd be the BBEG. The bad guy. Big, bad, evil genius. Yeah, or like the, the, the right hand. Yeah, the little... Uh, minion. Yeah, well, yeah. Not well, minion. He'd first be like, season no, boss. He's like, first he's like the scientist boss. who's charged with creating a super weapon or whatever. The weapon is information. <laughs> Anyhow. Man. Uh, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> uh, Russian information. No. Um, oh, this is very exciting. Look, I'm very excited for you. Thank you. you. Yeah, I'm very, it's, it's I'm very, I'm very so cool. personally excited. I'd love, I'd love to play it. How do I get in on the, the testing? I mean, I'm playing with a bunch of people this year. If you how want to play, many, we, we can try it. How yeah. many? How, so, what do you need? What's like a typical game length? Like, what do you do? Like a, a, a case of campaign, or what do you? A length? Yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, I'm actually doing one tonight. Yeah. I'm going to air one tonight. I'm with there. Like just a group of random people Hook me uh, up. who asked to do it. Where? Your house? No, on YouTube. Okay. No, um, I mean, but where is it taking place? Well, I'm doing it. They're all remote. Oh, everybody's remote. remote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it's going to be like on a Google Hangout. Okay. Um, I'll be at, you know. On a webcam somewhere, okay, all right. undisclosed location. Okay, with Julian um, the, the Vox, <laughs> yeah. Vox offices. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah really good a, internet. There's a bunch not, of uh, not know, charter. You could do a long-term campaign, or you could do what's called one-offs, yeah. which is a it's a it's a basically a contained adventure that you could do in one session. Right. So have, you, have, you, there's flexibility. You could play once, or you could play as many times as you want. Have you gotten any famous people? Like, uh, are there any like? Uh, you know, have Felicia you had... Day uh, oh, really? it, tweeted about it. Yeah, really that's exciting. That's very cool. Wow. She had a huge following. One. Yeah, three million. That's exciting. Wow. So that's good. No, but that's it. <laughs> just, well, you could do worse. You could have been like yeah, Richard the Spencer. Mac the McElroy brothers. Uh, right, they're you know, fairly famous. They, they do the the best the podcast out there. Yeah, I mean, like really nice, great celebrities. Yeah, there's, yeah. no, there's no Spencers yeah. in the bunch. Just wholesome, wholesome <laughs> yeah. boys. They're good guys. Wholesome I've boys. never, I've actually never heard that podcast. A man, really, a man really only has so really much good. time. Yeah. Anyhow, all right, TC, anything, what do we not cover that was important? What, I think what, we got what, it. What, what, is there we anything? talked about Westworld. We talked about Lost. Yeah. We talked <laughs> Those about... are all the big ones. <laughs> your, your, your RPG. Yeah, we talked Quest. about that. We talked about... Trump. Yeah, Trump. <laughs> we'll edit that long. down. We're going to yeah, edit yeah, that yeah. part down. And right. improv. We really hit all <laughs> the major improv. topics. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, look, well, this is very, I'm very excited for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm very, I'm very happy that you're, that you found a, a creative outlet that's giving you joy. Absolutely. And, and, and it's great to work with, you know, really talented people. My illustrator's great. Yeah. Um, who, who are the people that other people are working on this with you? Uh, it's my editor, Chris Plant. Chris Plant. My illustrator, her name's Celia Lowenthal. Yeah. Um, the illustrations are cool. I just, my, brother, so cool. my brother's actually going to be working on it as well. He's right. a traditional tattoo artist. He did, so he's going to be doing a lot of, like, art for the card decks because they're, they're tarot-sized cards. Is he covered in tats? Oh, head to toe. Really? Yeah. Do you, you don't have, you have a like tattoo me. on your looks arm. like me. Uh, yeah, I told dye, him. I told 20, him. He's a tattoo. That's right. Yeah, I told him when he was a tattoo apprentice. If you graduate, I'll get a tattoo from you. It'll be the one tattoo that I get, and that's it for life. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to pick something that was abstract enough that people wouldn't. Know you, what you, it is. I think it's a good if choice. If you catch it, you're in on the joke. Otherwise, everybody yeah. else does. I feel know. like I won't be mad at this in 20 years. You know? uh, it's, it's a, a shape. It's basically, a shape. Yeah. It's a shape. I mean, you're not like it's not like can't be mad at a shape. It's not like a misspelled. It's not a tweety bird on your like neck. A misspelled exactly. like Chinese <laughs> exactly. proverb or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you made it, you made the right move. Yeah. A Zune logo. Yeah, would also work. Actually, the Zune logo dolphin. was pretty cool. It was pretty beautiful. People docked the Zune, but it was the final Dude, stages. The Zune HD. The Can finals? we talk about the Zune HD for another half hour? We can't. I actually we're wrapping. I actually I think I have went correct me if I'm wrong, but I have. A Zune HD sitting in my in my office. Do I not? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Your file I, I brought a Zune HD in for somebody here, and then we couldn't get it. Char. We couldn't find the charger. <laughs> oh yeah. What a wonderful two It's like a weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a very weird, like thirty-two pin. 
or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Obnoxious. Um, anyhow, all TC, right. TC Josh. Sadek, uh, you've done, you've said it all. <laughs> you've done it all. Hundred percent agreement. Uh, everything you've said. There was today. no disagreement whatsoever. Uh, but uh, you know, you're obviously watch for you on the verge. You you don't write. You write occasionally. You've done yeah, a lot of like mad, a, when I get mad enough. Like you write, write about some, po- uh, corrupt write politicians. Stuff. You like to write about people who are taking money. Yeah, that's my that's my new thing actually. What's your beat? You know? Corruption. List all of the AT and T money that people are taking. Right. Um, and then Quest RPG uh, Adventure dot game. Adventure dot adventure. Go to Kickstarter and search for Quest RPG. It'll Can be I, out next year. It'll be out in August of twenty nineteen. But we'll have a uh, a digital preview going out in April. This is a great promo. Yeah. Very good promo Thank for you. you. We're giving you a great promo. I want to take Appreciate us to the first it. Quest Con. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> actually I will be at a conference later this year. Can't announce yet, but. Uh, <clears throat> it's in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So, yeah. Can't imagine we'll what it'll be, be, but that's exciting. Uh, yeah. we'll um, anyhow, TC, thank you for coming. Thank you, Josh. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Always enjoy it. Yeah. Good luck with your improv. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Yes, and. Right. And, uh, and you got to come back. <laughs> I'm like, as, yes, the, but, as the game progresses and, you, and you're, and you uh, you know, you as the ultimate dungeon master. By the way, what do you call it? Are you Next a dungeon? Time, game master. Next game time, master. Let's, play, let's play half the podcast. We'll just play a game. Yeah. I would love that. Let's do yeah. that. You have all the pieces. It's just a storytelling game, man. But you got cards. You just tell stories. Uh, I don't need yeah. the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring in cards? I actually don't have cards yet. We I, have a printer. I'm getting, I'm getting the prototype. We have a printer here. Yeah. We'll just yeah. jam that right, shit we'll right on out. Sure. So it's a... Uh, Hell yeah. It's an Apson. It's an Apson. HP. Apson. Do do over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, TC, right. thank, thank you so much. This was great. Thanks, Josh. Well, that's our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though I've just received an invite from your family's improv troupe, and I don't think it's going to be good. <laughs>